to Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our Shocktober series begins with our Shocktees. We'll be covering our 10 movie picks and our 5 television picks. Welcome to the Scare Zone. <laughs> My monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash He did the match It got on and flash He did the match The nights are getting darker, the days are getting shorter, the shadows on the wall grow, pumpkin spice fills the air, the decay of summer along with the decay of leaves all around us. It's the start of Shocktober! <laughs> you kind of had a Rod Serling thing <laughs> there going, going if, if he, like he was just talking yeah. bullshit. Or <laughs> it, it actually reminded me, you know, in Groundhog Day when yeah. Bill Murray's doing the, the poetry? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like that's that, what, right? That's what it reminded me I thought me it was of. pretty good though, right? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. I'm Adam. Spooky Adam. I, <laughs> I, almost, I almost was about to say, I'm, I'm Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween <Ooh>. pranks. <laughs> uh, we are here. Our Shocktober is beginning with uh, the first episode of our series. We do this every year. Um, and for the first episode, we always do the shock tease. Which is our yeah. sexy nun countdown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually talking about like uh, car parts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no uh, What we do is every uh, year we recommend Five TV episodes or specials uh, Can be Halloween related Or horror related that you should watch uh, This October yeah. and then ten movies uh, That you should watch again Halloween Or horror related so you could have a kids Halloween Or just a straight horror film that doesn't Take place on Halloween uh, Yeah we do this every year it does get harder though Because the rule we set uh, forth For us is that you cannot no Repeat repeats. And, you know, we're on our, what, third year now? Fourth year? This be our fourth year. Um, I think it's my third year. Yeah. Adam's third, our fourth. So, yeah, it gets harder and harder to find, like, you know, more interesting uh, movie or, or TV. Yeah. Movies are a little bit easier, but TV picks, I find, are getting harder and harder. But yeah. there's only, can, like, what, we decide... 40 good horror movies. That's what we decided in our yeah. top 100. Yeah. It was like, ah, there's And only, the rest were all yeah. filler. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, the, the, <laughs> yeah, the less all that black and white subtitle crap that no one really likes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think even though it gets harder, I think it also kind of becomes more interesting because like everyone knows about the Simpson trios of horror or um, Home Improvement or um, Martin. I think those are kind of a little more obscure. I think I like those. I don't know about too many other people, but there's a lot of like those kind of yeah. specials that everyone knows about. Um, and, and I think trying to find, you know, some gems kind of makes it interesting. At least that's what I what I enjoy yeah, putting together this list. You haven't even opened your beer yet, and you're already hit, like, sound like you're hitting the sauce. Maybe it's the coffee. I don't know. 
Um, <laughs> did you Irish it up? I did the what? coffee and the beer. Uh, what, and then it, for anyone that doesn't know, though, we'll talk about more next uh, episode, but Irish October is where in the month of uh, October we do nothing but horror or Halloween-related TVs and movies, and we get we have a point system set up, which, again, we'll go over more there. And it's kind of like a friendly and by the end, not so friendly competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was about to say, there's nothing friendly about this at all. It gets to the point where we're like not sleeping yeah. and we're hating each other because we're not sleeping because yeah. we're trying to compete. But yeah, it's this big competition. And at the end, you know, we crown someone the king or queen of Halloween. We actually have a little trophy and everything that we've uh, created for it. So yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. So if, you, if you're new to this, uh, join us uh, next week for that. But yeah. Um, this is kind of a preview where we're going to recommend stuff maybe each other to watch, but also you guys, if, you, if you're new to the show, um, hopefully you can, you're trying to put together yeah. a list of movies or TV shows to watch in October. This will hopefully help you out. Maybe find some stuff that's off the, uh, the beaten path. Cause again, everyone knows the Halloween's. They've been done to death. You, yeah. you know, you don't want to watch, and especially the Spoilers, Halloween's. Cause like, <laughs> that's my yeah, 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 yeah. one through 10 is all the Halloween's. It's like the Halloween's. Yeah. There's like 10 of them. And how many of them are actually worth watching two or three? Like, yeah. So, yeah, this is going to kind of help you fill in that uh, list. The gaps. Yeah. Um, should we just jump in or anything you guys want to talk about? Any exciting Halloween events yet in your life? Or No, not yet. No. H- have you guys got into the spirit? We're actually filming this. It's the end of September. Have you done any Halloween-related? I went to, to get Spirit. Spirit, okay. Oh. Yeah. yeah I also, I, I, also, yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been to a couple different spirits and... <laughs> Excitedly picked up a Beetlejuice gravestone. Oh, that's so, awesome! Um, that I actually was... decorated my uh, house this morning a little bit. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, we we pulled that out last week, but it's yeah. still kind of messy everywhere. But yeah. uh, I know I drove by your place and was like disgusting. <laughs> judging, <laughs> judging. Well, that that was actually the normal before yeah. we put out this stuff. Our house is just a mess normally, but uh, yeah, no, I, I I'm excited about. It. I've been starting to watch kind mm. of for this episode as uh, kind of homework. I started watching a lot of Halloween episodes. I, I thought coming this is coming right off of our top 100 that I would be burnt out and I'm like totally ready, ready to go again. It. Yeah, so am I. I guess as it gets colder, you're like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm into this now. Like, it gets colder. The nights are shorter. The yeah. leaves are falling from and the there's trees. Like that, that, that there's pumpkin, pumpkin spice, spice in the air. In the air. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just pumped for this. I, I've yeah. been booking all these events that I got planned for October with the kids and family. So yeah, it's going to be an exciting month. Kids um, and family. Yeah. Well, he has two. <laughs> I have two separate ones, you know. <laughs> But uh, sometimes a man needs two wives. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. I'm a. I'm a. Was gonna a say polygamist. A, yeah, I was gonna say something different. You love Bill fine. Paxton. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. saw that show and thought it was a documentary, and we're like, I'm in. Yeah, if it's good enough for Bill Paxton, goddamn, it's good enough. If for If I'm me. gonna follow anyone in my life, <laughs> and any hero in my life is gonna be Bill Paxton. But uh, yeah, should we just get into it then? Yeah, we got yeah, we got uh, a lot of stuff to cover. Fifteen. What do you want to start with? Movies. Let's do the TV uh, episodes. I think. Yeah. Um, who wants to kick off with number five? Why don't you do it, buddy? You uh, you, go, you go nuts, man. Okay, so uh, this one actually I just watched today. I found out about it. I, I had the complete series on DVD. I haven't really watched a show since I'm a kid. From 1991, Erie, Indiana, season oh, one, wow. Scariest Home Videos. How, did any of you guys ever watch a show growing up? I think I watched it sparingly. Yeah, like 25 years ago. It, it was kind of like an... I don't want to say X-Files for kids, but it kind of was yeah. X-Files. It was these two kids, and they would in- investigate weird things in, in their neighborhood. Not mm. always horror, more just like weird things. Like like Elvis is their neighbor, the, the Bigfoot goes through the yeah. garbage, whatever. Um, the, the leads are Marshall, who's played by Omri Katz, who most people know. He was uh, the, the lead of Hocus Pocus and Matinee and mm. some other stuff. He did some movies and TV shows and then just kind of disappeared. I don't know what happened yeah. to him. Like He was on a Freaks and Geeks episode, I believe, as well. 
Um, and then uh, his his buddy Simon. But yeah, it's just them uh, investigating different uh, high, different cases. And this one, um, they get stuck on home for Halloween. They're about to go trick or treating, and the mom stops them and says, "Oh, your father's car broke down. I got to go uh, meet him. So you guys have to stay and watch uh, the, the, the his buddy's little brother." Um, and uh, his brother is kind of like this little shit disturber, and so they they literally chain him with like a ball and chain next to the TV in front of this old horror film and let him watch it. He ends up chewing on the controller and somehow that and the TV and the video camera, some weird connection thing happens and he yeah. teleports into the TV and the mummy teleports out. So then they got to catch the mummy and, and get him back in, which is kind of fun. And then there's like a little twist, like a homage to Boris Karloff in there uh, with the mummy. And then the, the the great thing is, so the funny, I thought it was like a fun twist on it, is when the kid goes in the horror film, you think, oh, he's going to be running. No, he like becomes a monster and everyone's like fucking afraid <laughs> and running. The woman starts running and is afraid of this kid who's tormenting her. Uh, it's like they're seeing like he rips off his dr- her dress and like does this like wink wink thing, <laughs> like he's like a three four year old kid or something. Um, and then yeah, he's destroying the sets and it, so it's kind of this fun uh, little little meta approach. And then the weird thing is, I guess the parents you find out, um, I don't know if his car maybe it did break down, but they're like making out and they're like, oh, do you remember we went to saw Close Encounters and there's kind of all this like sexual in- innuendo in yeah. there. And then like they their cars getting egged and and shaving cream and. Whatever, there's some fun stuff there. But yeah, there's there's costumes on display, a lot of costumes and decorations. It, it's kind of like watching, because I watched a couple of Aria for the Dark Goosebumps leading up to this as well. And those ones, like, the stories are good, but the production value and it has Not that. so much. It's so terrible and the acting is so bad. Like, this one has a decent production value and the acting is actually decent as well. So it doesn't take you out of it like it does those. So, yeah, I had fun with it and I recommend it if you want a good... Uh, it is one that you could watch with your family too. It's not uh, nothing too scary in there, other than maybe the parents uh, <laughs> making you know, out. <laughs> yeah, t- hinting about you know maybe their sexual escapades during close encounters of the third kind. Uh, who wants to do with? Jump in with their number do five. Do with next. Do with. <laughs> do with their fifths. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, sure, I can go. So uh, my number five pick is from 1994, going to the 90s as well. Oh, shit, yeah. uh, my so-called life. Halloween. Did oh. you guys watch this show? I haven't. I didn't know. So I remember seeing like... Is ep- this Claire Danes? Claire Danes, okay. yeah. So I remember seeing this as a kid. It, it lasted one season, but it's kind of got that Freaks and Geeks sort of... Aspect to it? Uh, and... and, and popularity i guess like yeah. one season but everybody yeah i know it know, has like a big big call following, following. Yeah. um so uh my wife tammy had <coughs> seen it and really liked it. whoa bless yeah, you yeah sorry uh, i'm allergic to pumpkin spice guys <laughs> i had to tell <laughs> you this. um but yeah so so a few years ago we we i watched it i i'd probably seen maybe five out of the however many episodes there are there aren't that many they're in the teens and uh, when I was looking to, okay, what am I going to put on my list? And this one came up, and what I realized is everyone hates this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember really liking it. It, it the, the whole thing with My So-Called Life is it's very much uh, a realistic teenager type of show. Yeah. But this one has like... A ghost that appears, and from from like the all the shit that I love about Halloween 60s. episodes, and they're, they're yeah. great costumes, and it, it really shows that like divide of when you're like, you're there's the younger uh, daughter who wants to be the older daughter going to the parties, and the older daughter really just wants to dress up and go around 
the you know yeah. and, and trick or treat still, but can't because it's not cool. Mm-hmm. And that's like every everybody went through that yeah. where it was like ah, I want to be doing like the cooler things, but I still I'll go through do. that, man. I totally yeah. want to go trick. I mean, I get to go with my kids, yeah, and I put on a costume, and I also no, I, I don't try to get chocolate, <laughs> but I really should, man. I'm putting in the same effort yeah, as these kids, damn it. Um. So yeah, I, I, but. People hate it because it's this outlier episode where it's got these kind of fantasy elements. Oh, did it to turn it? into like she wakes up and like, whoa, what a weird dream that was? I, I don't remember yeah. that. I, I think yeah. she just like it, it, this guy is kind of like following her around. This like slick back. Uh, did you say the name? What's this episode called? Halloween. Oh, okay. Um, and, and and he's just kind of a, appearing and shadowing her life, like she's kind of falling into the same patterns this guy died that died in the school tragically oh. in like the 50s or 60s I, I like stories like that actually yeah. that should be fun um so yeah, yeah i think this, i'm, yeah, yeah, I I think I'm gonna uh die back in but yeah i was looking at it and everyone like just vilifying this episode <laughs> and i i just was like i remember this being pretty good i'm curious do you need to know everything that's going on the show to watch this show? i don't think so if i was sitcoms like you get like Two minutes, and you're like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what's happening. I think here. it's kind of like Freaks and Geeks, where, yeah, yeah there's some serialized stuff, but not that much. Yeah, you can probably figure out what's happening. Like, right? you can watch the Freaks and Geeks Halloween yeah. special and, and not have a problem. Yeah. Well, mine is for more for the kitties uh, from uh, season one, episode eight of The Real Ghostbusters, nice. when Halloween was forever. I don't remember much about this, but I remember as a kid, I loved the look of Sam Hain. He's just this pumpkin-headed monster who's trying to turn back the clocks to make it Halloween forever. Has so Kyle, have goes, you had this on your list? I had it on my this. first yeah, list yeah, that we did for the movie. Several years it's, ago. It's one of my favorite so I'm, uh, It's been a while since I've seen it, so hopefully I don't remember much about it other than like it's a cool And you monster. just picked up the new the I did series. have the uh, yeah. DVD, so that's what I'm They, they did another it. one, too, and I think, yeah, Sam Hain returns. It's kind of fun, too, and it's yeah. like these kids are like, go as the Ghostbusters for Halloween, and then the real Ghostbusters get captured or something, the kids have to save him again. It's kind oh, of a cool. fun one. But uh, yeah, what a great concept of like this. Yeah. Well, already he has a great look to him, but then he's going to like, yeah, Somehow turn pausing time, time and making Halloween last so all, the all the... ghouls can yeah. hang out for the rest of their lives yeah, and just party in I, New York City. Yeah. It's everyone's dream, right? <laughs> uh, cool. Not Kyle's, I guess. No, no. <laughs> he hates New York City. Yeah. Um... I guess, uh, yeah, sorry, going to my number four. Uh, Again, another one I just kind of found out about a little gem from 1977. The Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew Mysteries. (laughs) Season two, Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew meet Dracula. This is a two-parter, and each episode is like 40 minutes long, so this is like feature length, which I think is a little stretched out. But other than that, that's the, the fault to have with it. I, I assume none of you guys watch the show. From <laughs> no. no. Uh, I kind of want to like check it out. It's kind of yeah. like Scooby Doo, but live yeah. action and like, but more for like a teen crowd. Like yeah. it kind of has, it's like they go on, the, usually it's like a murder mystery and it's, there's some kind of like, not always supernatural, but always something kind of like that usually. And then it turns out to something Did else. Did you guys read The Hardy Boys? Or no, again, Na- I, I always Drew? loved the, I love seeing like the, the covers and everything. Cause again, like ever they were always investigating like pirates, treasure, or ghosts, or yeah, yeah. going in the coves. I, 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 for like a couple summers as a kid, probably read nothing but like hundreds of them. Oh, well. Um, they're all pretty much the same, right? They're the same story yeah. over and over yeah. again. <laughs> uh, I guess they've tried to do like this show several times. I think there's a Disney one. This one, I think, only lasted three seasons. But yeah, I kind of want to get the the show because I was looking at, like, I was reading a bunch of the stories and a lot of them sounded cool. But yeah, this is a 70s version. It starred uh, Sean Cassidy. Oh, wow. Heartthrob. Uh, uh, which is, who's his brother? Is it David Cassidy? David Cassidy. Yeah. I didn't realize, too, that David Cassidy's stepmom was the mom on the Partridge family. She was... 
Dee's kid's stepmother in oh, real life. Yeah. In real life. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. So weird. Um, and uh, and Parker Stevenson is the other Hardy um, Hardy Boy. Uh, so I, I guess they did the show, and it's like each episode, one, you get one episode of Hardy Boys, one of Nancy Drew. This was a big deal for season two because this is the first time where these two met and worked together, uh, Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. But anyways, the, the, it opens up. Uh, the, the father is investigating this old Gothic um, castle um, and uh, and he goes missing, and it, it has like that stock uh, werewolf howl sound. Yeah, and they use it like many many times throughout, <laughs> which I loved. Do they do it for like comedic effect? No, it's oh, just supposed just to be that this there. is like a gothic mansion. Cool. Because the the episode is about that. I guess uh, it leads to Dracula maybe back. And Drac, because there, this is all happening at Dracula's castle. Oh, Drac's back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's there's actually. Uh, Paul Williams, who was like in everything in the seventies, he was in Phantom of Paradise. He's the Phantom. Huh. He's putting on a rock concert in uh, Dracula's castle, <laughs> awesome. and so you get this cool like costume party, and it's like all everyone's in costume. It's like all those cool seventies like, and they have like decent budget to their costumes, and it's like a lot of it's just like cutting to him doing songs, and then you get a bit of Sean Cassidy. It's probably what stretched out to the two length uh, episode because it didn't need to be. But um, yeah, and, like, and most people will know uh, of Paul Williams now for his Daft Punk connection that he did the the big Daft Punk song on the last record. Oh yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Um, it's, but it's, uh, great. it's uh, Touch, I think it's called. I didn't know that was him. Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, you you get like a little. It, it, there's a little dry spot in the middle there, but once the end of the first episode, they get to the castle, and then it's totally. It feels it's like it's wet sco- again because it's raining. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just it feels like a Scooby episode. You're getting like uh, hidden passageways and stuff like that. These uh, victims are showing up with bite marks on them, and again, yeah, it's just so much. There's actually uh, there's someone wearing a skull mask, and I swear to God, it's either the same mask or the same mold from Halloween Three. Oh, it's like awesome. almost identical in this, and this would have been years before that. Yeah. So. Um, there's also someone wearing the red phantom costume, which is kind of, I don't know if you guys know that one, the misfits one where like, it's like the skull with the red cloak. It's like the famous no. mi- misfits outfit that they have on all their logos and everything. Oh, cool. oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I know anyways, about. someone's wearing that in this, I guess that was based on like some old movie, but yeah, it's just a lot of fun with the costumes and the, and the songs and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's worth a watch. I, I enjoyed it. It's, Do the Hardy boys and Nancy drew hook up. At all or no? Uh, they they kind of, yeah, they yeah, kind of hint. A little the, bit of a necking over there? Well, she, and she has like a friend, I guess, that she goes on these mysteries with. But I don't know. I like murders. I like mysteries and, yeah. and old gothic. You don't you care know, about gothic, t- t- romance? Uh, I don't care about that. I like the gothic <laughs> castle and the Dracula. Yeah. And, and again, it's it's all in costume and uh, Paul Williams. To me, that's, that's Halloween that's right the there. Damn. Uh, cool. So my... Uh, Number four is going to be like a, a more recent episode oh. uh, from 2020. Holy moly. Black Mondays. Uh, who are you supposed to be? Ooh. And have you seen Black Monday? No, it was on HBO. I meant to check it out. But yeah. my, uh, or Showtime. Line. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's got Don Cheadle and uh, Regina mm. King. Uh, was John, John Raffio is in this or no? No. He's, else. he's not in this, this one. It's basically like the stock market in the 80s. So mm-hmm. there's a ton of 80s stuff yeah. everywhere. And this is their big kind of like stock exchange Halloween party. So it's got like a Pac-Man that basically like people are just doing coke off of. Uh, there's a, two battling Prince Akeems from, because <laughs> at this point, Coming to America just ca- came, out. Com- came out and they're battling for the same woman. <laughs> so and is this a, a big comedic dance show? Off. It's kind of like a dramedy, yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, Don Cheadle's 
fantastic yeah. in it. So you got all these great costumes, and it's a fun party. There are like all these kind of backdoor deals that are going on at the same time, oh, like sexy backdoor deals. And uh, well, actually, yeah, there <laughs> there right, is a, nice. a, a you know a, a gay subplot. All um, right, all right, all right. Sexy. Um, that that has political intrigue as well. Uh, it's a really great show. I always kind of. Uh, I, I we watch it and then it's like this is great and then I forget about it and uh, I, I I marked this one we watched it a, a, about two months sometime in the summer and I yeah. was like I I should watch this again in Halloween. Now the the big question I have and and I always think of this when I put together the list. Can you just watch never watching an episode mm-hmm. of the show? Can you throw on an episode and have fun or do you, is it going to like a lot of the story is like touching on others because that that's sometimes that will turn me off it's like yeah like there there are some serial aspects but they almost feel i I thought about this and i I went and watched a few clips and i think most of those are really self-explanatory you'll you'll instantly go oh "Oh, they're working on some side door deal most of it is just it seems like them just fighting over this woman yeah Uh, a lot of it (laughs) Uh, and, and a great Halloween party. So I oh. think you could, this could be like an introduction to the show. You're not going to get too much spoiled. By watching this. By uh, watching this. It, it's similar to My So-Called Life. Like, I think you could watch that and it wouldn't matter. It's, it doesn't yeah, have... So-Called Life is like a 22-minute like No, it's, an, it's a 40-minute. Oh, okay. Uh, it's sim- very similar mm. to Freaks and Geeks, not as funny. Okay. So a boring Freaks and Geeks is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just like life is really boring. That's a more <laughs> angsty f- uh, freaks and geeks. I, I see, guess. I see. Yeah. Cool. Uh, speaking of the opposite of angsty and boring, uh, Cheers from season ten, episode seven. It's called Bar Wars Five. Oh yeah, the final judgment. This is so much fun. It's two uh, competing bars who are warring a prank war on Halloween. Who's gonna best who? And the one guy, he's like, listen. I'm out. I have a heart condition. But uh-huh. Ted Danson, he's not having anybody. He knows he's getting, he's going to get got. So he uh, keeps going with this fucking awesome, elaborate prank that's so spooky and cool and looks great. And uh, he dies. So it's just kind of uh, him dealing with the fact that he killed him. Or did he? Because he refuses to believe that he did and this isn't a prank. So there's that kind of. I was going to put this on my, but I, I thought yeah. for sure you, when you guys had this last. Episode like last year, and I was like, ah, yeah. I don't want to repeat so early on. No, I don't think we I did. I, I watched it for the first time last I year. I watched it last year as okay. well. Well, either way, I guess it's good that I didn't because you yeah. covered it anyway. Because so last year, I think out. I watched all of the Cheers yeah. Halloween yeah. episodes. Yeah. I think this is the that's the best most Halloween one. Yeah. one. yeah, the other ones like have bits and pieces, but they're the other ones like have like costumes, but yeah, then the story half. is like nothing to do. It's similar to Frasier, right? There's one that's like very Halloween, yeah. and yeah. everything else has like a little bit of a yeah. aspect to it. Still counts. It still counts. Well, that's why you guys I don't love your Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> oh, well. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that again. I, I stand by. It's like I think. Okay, have you guys watched the uh, new season that just came out on I Netflix? D- yeah, I just finished it. It is crazy. I watched the first one. Like, wow, this is like a time and a place episode. Like, they don't pull any punches. No. It is very like this is where we are at this I, moment. I guess they rewrote. Uh, they I, ha- I guess they had they, to they being had to like a cop show in New York. They couldn't make light of anything anymore. Like it, it turned a comedy show and like, no, this is like a serious. We got to address these issues. Yeah. We're not going to be the uh, goofy show anymore. So have you only watched that? I watched 
two episodes. So I just finished. Do you guys want to get a room together and yeah. talk your fucking Brooklyn Nine Nine no, no, on hey, the listen, Halloween? Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say this movie city manager. Like, yeah, it's about movies. Well, we're talking about anyways. <laughs> Before <laughs> Kyle gets this all is jealous. supposed to be Halloween and yeah. not only Halloween yeah. stuff. Anyways, I was just gonna say, <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> I think the difference is when when I put together this list. And I know, again, just how I put it together. It's like, for me, the Halloween elements are first. And then the... Uh, whereas I know you guys, it's like, good episode first. And then like, oh, if it has Halloween, then that yeah, works. But yeah. for me, it's like, that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. It has to be, you know, all about the... And Halloween. again, that's why I struggle. The Brooklyn Nine-Nine, those are fun episodes, but I, I just... The first episode is, yeah, is Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Um, anyways, we're going off topic yeah. here. <laughs> we got topic. <laughs> My number three, from 1984... Night Rider season three, <laughs> Halloween night. Uh, night is in like a night of armor. Yeah, this is. I'm embarrassed to say this is the first episode I've ever seen of Night Rider. Oh, get out of here. I didn't, didn't grow up with it. I always saw it on TV. I never really watched it. I didn't mm. like. I knew it was like he had some car that did cool stuff. I had no yeah. clue. I kind of had fun with this. <laughs> you like Kit? Yeah, Kit. Well, yeah. Kit is awesome. Like the car is like. He's kind of like insulting people and stuff like that and has fun. But David Hossoff, like I always know him as like kind of the joke that he is now, but like no, he was bad. I mean, don't get me wrong, Knight. he's kind of like a joke then, but he he kind of has this like it's very cheesy, but he's like charming and cool and he's yeah. rocking like these always like these button-down, like really bright colored shirts and shit like that. So <laughs> did I just guess your <laughs> Halloween costume? No, but oh, that'd uh, be awesome. <laughs> I don't think anyone would get it. Like yeah. it'd be hard. But um, anyways, this was a this was a fun uh, Halloween episode. So it opens up. Um, I guess his again. I don't really know the characters that well, but I guess his partner uh, Bonnie Barstow, uh, the female of the show, she's uh, home with the flu, but her she's in this apartment, new apartment, and there's they're having a Halloween party. Oh, I thought you were like, so we don't even have to see her in this. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all about a man in his car. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch the hell of that show, man, his car. But uh, no, there's a Halloween party going on in this apartment. She happens to witness uh, some guy in a gorilla outfit uh, murder someone. Um, but then she kind of passes out because she's sick, which is so, so cheesy the way it's done. She's like, I got to better call the cops. Oh, and then yeah. she's faints. It's like, you have the flu. Come on. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, she thinks she doesn't know if she hallucinated it. And like, there's a lot of facts that are pointing. Maybe she did. But uh, Michael Knight is not going to have any of that. He, he jumps knows. on the case and starts investigating. Um, what's cool about it? And, and so there's like there's like hologram monsters, and uh, the finale ends in like Kit smashing through a drive-through <laughs> screen, and it's awesome. like there's a lot of cool stuff. But what, what's kind of cool that you might appreciate is there's some cycle uh, Hitchcock cycle references to it. Mm. So one of the characters in there, his name is Norman Baines. Um, <laughs> And you actually get, they actually go to the house from Psycho. Oh, cool. And like in this story, some rich guy owns a house and they go investigate and they get trapped in like the barn and, you know, the kid has to save them. But I I thought all that was kind of fun. And now doing like a a five degrees to to my list kind of thing, like all my episodes kind of connect in some way because the last one had a Halloween three mask. This one does well as well, and this one is officially like the pumpkin mask from Halloween Three. You can actually see the shamrock. Oh, that's awesome! So someone at the costume party is wearing that mask. Um, yeah, so the, there is another costume party at the end as well, where all like the killer is revealed. Did Universal make Halloween Three? Uh, yeah. So it, it makes, it's all yeah, Universal. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and Psycho. I guess the Psycho House, the Psycho house was lot. on the lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's just uh, it had a lot of fun Halloween elements, and again, like I like that murder mystery kind of goes well. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with Halloween for me, so. I agree. Actually, 
Have you guys ever been to Universal Studios? Orlando. I went to uh, not, a couple not times California. when I was a kid, and uh, I remember fucking Jaws jumping out right in front of me and just like shit in my pants, yeah. like being crying and scared. And it was shut when I went was, on the the Jaws was shut. I've I've never yeah. I never went to I, I went to Disney a bunch as a, mm-hmm. or a few times as a kid, but I never went to. Universal. Yeah, I used to do all that as a kid. Now I haven't done anything in like twenty years. Well, it's fucking crazy expensive, <laughs> yeah. right? Like it's one day insane. I'm gonna go. We we've talked about it. Like yeah, we one day we're gonna yeah. go. Your parents spent their their retirement yeah. funds so you could have fun. So exactly, just, we got to do the same. Yeah, <laughs> blitz it all. Yeah. Um, one other thing I wanted to add, I didn't realize like one how cool Kit and everything was, but also like Michael Knight has like this watch and he can like he'll find like some fur. From the costume, it's like, and he puts up to like the the, the watch or something. It scans, it does all the stuff, and like I don't know. I thought all that was that was kind of cool. He had like the i the iWatch before it was a thing. It was hip. Um, anyways, yeah, it was a it was a fun watch. I'm kind of, I actually picked up the complete Knight Rider Blu-ray set. I think during that sale, like dirt cheap. Um, oh yeah, that's right. We this kind of enticed me yeah. to like you know, it's it's not something you're gonna fucking watch mm. a bunch in a row, but like throwing it on once in a while, yeah. I, I think I would enjoy it. Um, Maddie, you're number... Now it's my it's turn. Adam, on, Adam you're number three. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're in the wrong order. We've changed it up this time. We've we're Just go. Whatever. Get off my back. <laughs> <laughs> he's had like two beers. No, he's had like... Yeah, he hasn't even opened his beer. That's half a cup. Aggre- no, I'm normally aggressive. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess surly is the right word. <laughs> um, so uh, my number... Th- Three. Three, yeah. Why can't I remember numbers on the show? It anymore? happens because you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just said we needed a villain for the show because every show needs a villain, and I'm taking on that role, and I'm I'm enjoying it. So all right, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> uh, my number three is uh, from 2011 horror fiction in seven spooky steps, oh, awesome. the community episode. Um, yeah, it's it's what a great episode. Yeah, and all of their 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 Halloween episodes yeah, they are, are, yeah. are awesome. Uh, this is the one where Britta is led to believe that one what of them are psychopaths because of the results they took on one of her tests. Ooh, uh, another psycho connection. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. I'll <laughs> <do it. laughs> um. So uh, they end up having to tell stories to kind of explain, so she can see. Who might be a more, uh, the actual what she psycho? Calls it, um, uh, yeah, what does she call it? Yeah. Nice. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Therapizing or yeah. Yeah, she's she's trying to be be the the group therapist. Uh, so they all tell these horror stories that that are all great and yeah. all show their personality off in 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 such a it's unique way. Um, and there's a nice little tr- twist on the end mm-hmm. about what the group is really about. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, 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 an I ex- love the one episode. that Britta tells. She's reading a book and the book says Warren peace, which I think <laughs> is like one of the greatest jokes in that show. <laughs> Anyways, my number three kind of ties into what you just said. Uh, f- from uh, season six. Tell me it's a Baywatch Halloween. Nope. It's episode <laughs> uh, four and five. It's a two-parter, so don't want to kick me out. Uh, the Jeffersons. Now oh, you nice. see me, now you don't. What happens is uh, Wheezy sees a uh, what she believes is a guy in a bunny costume murder some people through a telescope. And they are in a Halloween party yeah. trying to get their uh, Halloween best for the best costume. And the uh, murderer comes and like holds them at gunpoint and trying to... like. Uh, you guys didn't see nothing, all right? And it's threatening the entire episode. It's fucking cool. She got like the uh, Charlie Chaplin off, like they're uh, 
uh, George is dressed as Charlie Chaplin. He's doing his thing, and he got another Charlie Chaplin trying to out Chaplin him, and it's just a fun little piece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys have both talked about this a yeah. bunch, and I haven't yeah, this, watched this it. This made my list, uh, I think, a year or oh, two ago. Oh, did it? Yeah, it's oh, crazy. Nice. I think I just found out about it. I was like, right away when I watched it, yeah. I'm like, this is making my list. There's like, something we do this? like, like it's, it's kind of like scary, too. Like, at gunpoint, like, it's not like a ooh, goose and gums. Like, something can actually fucking happen. Like, I think the guy it's just with a gun. the humor. Yeah. Is, like, Jefferson is such a bastard in that show. Oh, yeah. I love it. Like, he's. Why do you <laughs> like that? It's quite not wondering. Because I look up to him. He's He's the guy I want to be. You almost sound like Christopher Walken there. <laughs> Thank you. I looked up to him. <laughs> he he's like me if I had wit and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. if you weren't a wet piece of yeah. cheesecloth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my number two from nineteen eighty six, Amazing Stories season two. Welcome to my nightmare. Um, this one is not set in Halloween, but it definitely um, fits. It'd be a great one to watch. Is in this Halloween. one with the reflection in the? Uh, no, that glass? one's Mirror Mirror. That uh, one's directed by uh, Martin Scorsese. Actually, I watched that one. I didn't I think that's my favorite one. It's pretty good. I, I had some other. Actually, American Stories has a lot of great um, amazing stories. Amazing Stories has a lot of great um, horror episodes. Yeah. I, well, I actually had one of them on. I think my episode. Uh, my list last year, oh, yeah. Mummy Dearest or something. Boring. Um, anyways, <laughs> this one, though, connects to Psycho as well. This one actually is pretty much mostly about Psycho, so I think you would get a kick out of this one. Uh, it's, this boy's obsessed with horror movies. He wishes his life was as good as the movies, as he puts it. Um, and he's magically transported into the movie Psycho. Oh, awesome. Um but it, yeah, the the whole movie is a love letter to uh, Hitchcock, the Hitchcock classic. Like right from the opening, it's actually Hitch Psycho's playing on the movie screen, and like there's a scream in the scene, and that wakes him up. And the sister's like, "Use like a normal uh, alarm clock, you weirdo!" <laughs> like that's his alarm clock, the scream in the the movie. And like he's in the shower, and his brother comes in and uses the bathroom, and it's like again the 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 psycho moment in the shower. But uh, yeah, where, where the fun happens is when he actually does get oh, um, teleported into the movie. And they actually take clips of the movie and then redo them and they blend it pretty well. Like there's some cool stuff that like things like Norman Bates is in the window, but you kind of see him go up in front in the silhouette and he changes from the sweater to the dress, like in the silhouette. Oh, so you actually cool. see that scene that you never seen in the movie. Um, and then there, there's actually a scene where he gets attacked in the shower, but it, they blended the footage of uh, Anthony Perkins attacking, but it's him fighting him off. Like, and it blends pretty oh, well, cool. like how they did it. Like, it looks like he's actually mm-hmm. defending himself and fighting. So, I, I, and yeah, it actually goes to black and white for all this, this uh, chunk and of who the scene d- too. who directed this one? I, I don't know if it was anyone... This one was anyone that I recognized. Um, I, I will say the lead is a little bit annoying. I mean, he's supposed to be kind of this annoying teen. There's like a cheesy romance thrown in there, but um, yeah, if you're if you're uh, if you love uh, Psycho, if you're a fan of it, I, I think you'll get a kick out of this one. There's some other stuff too. There's like a scene where he goes again because his whole brain is movies. He's like me, um, horror movies. He goes takes the garbage out and like zombies pop out of it, and they look really cool. These like zombies, great effects rising from the garbage and attacking him. So. Um, yeah, I had, and, and like his, his whole family thinks he's like weird. Like, yeah. they're like, oh, did this milk go bad? And he goes to go to the, the mom and it's like him going roll. And he's like, creates this whole scene in his head where he grabs it and drinks it and dies and takes one for the family. And they're all looking at him as he's reenacting this, like he's in his own world. And there's like, huh. you need to talk to this boy. He's out of it. Um, yeah. Super fun episode. Oh, I uh, awesome. recommend it. Uh, number two, Maddie. 
Come on, man. Adam. <laughs> it's because Maddie's right to my right, yeah. man. You don't look this way. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never go clockwise. <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> well, I think we're switching it back yeah. next week. Jesus. Um, Can't handle it. Mine. Uh, so my number two is from 2013, Bob's Burgers Fortnite. Oh, yeah. This one's awesome. Yeah, so the, uh, you know we've talked about Bob's Burgers a mm. lot. Their Halloween episodes are all uniformly excellent. Uh, this one is on Halloween. the The plot basically is the, the Belchers and their friends. They end up getting tracked, uh, trapped in this makeshift fort um, by their kind of like psycho friend. psycho friend, um, voiced by uh, is it Molly? Molly or not Molly? It's Molly Shannon. Molly, yeah, Molly mm. Shannon. Uh, and it's just like it's a fun episode, and and again, like they are really good at adding all the Halloween yeah. stuff going on all mm-hmm. the time. There, there's you know a, a Halloween uh, party, I think, where the parents are at as well. Yeah, um, yeah I, I recommend anybody just kind of yeah, going through all the all Bob's the, burgers. All the Bob's are burgers. awesome. The Halloween ones are fantastic. Like they're up there with the Treehouse of Horrors for me. Like they're that good. Like they might even be better because they have like a more of a track record than the. Uh, you know what? I, we watched yeah. last year as kind of like the show we would watch w- with dinner. Yep. Bob's Burgers. And the whole show is incredible. Yeah. Like it's it's I it, actually really like Bob's Burgers. And it doesn't it do, the quality hasn't dipped no, yet. No, it's like I think they're on like a 12th season or something might like be that? now yeah. so i think i i got up to nine because that was all that yeah. was on amazon but yeah well they're, they're doing the movie is finally coming out oh is next it year, yeah. good so. for that man uh my number two uh season six episode seven of it's always sunny in philadelphia oh yeah is who great. got depregnant yeah this is a great there was a halloween party that they're talking about and it's pretty much what's it called the roche What's it called? Uh, Roshaman? Where they kind of uh, s- tell the same story from different angles? Ro- oh, Rashaman. Rashaman. So uh, they're all like blackout drunk, so they don't know what actually happened that night. And Dee's like, one of you guys got me pregnant. But to fuck with them, she doesn't say who got them pregnant. So they're all trying to figure out who ended up sleeping with Dee. And they all like costume changes as throughout the night goes, yeah. so you don't know who is who. And the story keeps getting progressive from different angles. Like, I need to find this guy because he knows what happened in this room. I think this was on my f- yeah. first year list. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. so good. It's awesome because you can see the party kind of unfold before your eyes and all from like different angles what people are seeing. So yeah, it's cool, man. Cool. Uh, my number one. <laughs> Is he doing Seinfeld? <laughs> uh, that was supposed to be the Roseanne theme. Oh, okay. <laughs> I uh, I was surprised, even though I talk about Roseanne every October, and I probably will take a break this year. We'll see if I can contain <laughs> myself. We'll see if I can do it. But I realized that I didn't really have, I guess I talked about them all in our previous podcast, but since doing this podcast since 2018, we've only had one Roseanne episode, so I, I had to change that. That was just, that's criminal right there. Criminal. Uh, uh, this number one for me is season five from 1992 called Halloween four. This is the one. It's kind of like, uh, Roseanne's Halloween take on a Christmas Carol. Oh, where she like just gives up on Halloween. Yeah. Everything like, yeah, everything's kind of going on her life with her kids and whatnot. And she's just not in the mood to celebrate, even though like if you watch the show, Halloween is a big thing for for the Connors. So she stays home and they go to the Halloween party and mopes. Uh, and so she is visited by the three ghosts of Halloween. One of them, like the present one, is like a candy corn, mm-hmm. and then um, there's like the, the other, like a cloaked the monster. Yeah, there's like a cloaked guy with a pumpkin hat or whatever. And 
think the first one's a ghost, but so it goes back. Like he takes her back to her present, and like right from a baby, she's like fucking with pranks. her mom. She's trying to choke as a baby, mm. and the mom goes to get help, and then you just hear the baby go, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then she's like a kid. She pulls a prank yeah. on Jackie to steal her candy. And then present time we go and you get to see at the party and they're like, oh, we really miss her and she really made it and everything. But then they start going, yeah, but then her pranks kind of got mean and then they start ripping on her. And then she, because at first she's like, oh, I yeah. guess I should have came. Then she's like, oh, I'm definitely coming now, motherfuckers. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, yeah, and then future you see she like- into her mom. Yeah, pretty much becomes her mom where, and she's just the most boring, yeah. uh, you know. She has like pranks. And no, the, yeah, pranks offend and scare her and Dan leaves her and all this yeah. stuff. So you, <laughs> she sees it without Halloween her life, her life life goes down a horrible path um so yeah it, it, and it ends with a great little where she gets a caution pulls a prank on everyone at the party to get revenge on the stuff they said so super cool idea of yeah. taking christmas carol and melding it with halloween and uh yeah i think there's there's a lot of great gags in that one Adam. I knew there Adam. would have to be one Rosanna, <laughs> one home improvement. The weird thing is, actually, I just, just put this on now. I, I had one spot to fill in it, and I was looking through, and I was like, oh, I have all these. I thought I had covered all these. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't let us down. No. Um, so my, uh, my, my number one is, I think, something timely. Uh, from the show Norm, Norm versus Halloween. Norm McDonald's oh, show Norm. Awesome. Uh, I remember watching this. Did you guys ever watch? Oh, Norm? I love the show. Is yeah. it a sitcom? The sitcom. Yeah. It, 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 it was only like two seasons. Like it was or three. Yeah, because this is from the third season. I believe. Okay, I don't uh, remember it being a Halloween episode. To be honest with you. Uh, and and Jackie. Yeah. Uh, what what's her actual Laurie Metcalf? Laurie Metcalf. She's she's on the show. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of like the other main character. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of a a tie in there. And basically the episode. Is Norm? I don't know why he's with these children, but he he's basically having to like mentor these children, and he's like, "Oh, I'll take you out trick or treating." And and but then the girl that he likes is going to this Halloween party. He's like, "Well, I want to get out of taking these kids trick or treating," but he ends up not. And he t- but he takes them to the same kind of like apartment complex where they don't get any candy. <laughs> and he's like, "It's like dating." Uh, you know, so, uh, sometimes, sometimes it takes a, a long time before you actually get the candy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I remember watching this as a, yeah. as a, as a kid, and I thought I kind of dreamt it uh, until I... I don't remember the show at all. Yeah, all I've been doing yeah. is watching Norm MacDonald stuff. It's, it's yeah, amazing, he was, he right? Was great, yeah. um, Have you listened to his podcast? I I, listen, yeah. I used to listen to uh, yeah. parts of the podcast, like, uh, and I, I watched... I hadn't watched all of the... Uh, the the Norm show on Netflix. Mm. I'd watched like half oh, of it. Okay, like the Norm McDonald live. The the well, not the stand up. The one where he's actually doing like it's kind of like the podcasting format almost, okay, but on yeah. TV where he yeah 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 he's it's got called David Norm Spade. McDonald live and like he has like Tim Allen on there and all them guys. Uh yeah, he's got Spade and and uh, Drew Barrymore and Fred Jane Willard. Fonder. No, no Fred Willard. Oh, he was on the podcast. Yeah, weird. Yeah, not not on the actual uh, uh, show. He's weird. like it's one guest that yeah. he's talking to. There's a great one with Michael Keaton. I watched the other day because yes. um, I guess Norm Macdonald's like favorite stand-up was Michael Keaton, which was kind of weird. Wild. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd, I'm curious to see Michael Keaton stand up. Yeah, he was doing his jokes. He he remembered his jokes from like 1981. That's crazy. Uh, oh, that shows his brain is yeah. crazy, right? Um, so he used to write on Roseanne. Norm Macdonald was a writer on Roseanne. It was kind of weird. That is kind of weird. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to have to grab it. I just looked up the complete series is on DVD. How much? I just assume cheap. 
All right. Uh, so, anyways, let's go. We're way off track. R.I.P. Norm. Uh, what a, yeah, what a great yeah. comedic mind of our time. That, that would have been, nice, been a nice um, segue to my first movie. But yeah. we'll, do, we'll still kind of talk about uh, This it. does tie into <laughs> one of your picks. Uh, there was a show that I remember watching. Say it's like Friday night. You're in grade nine. You're about to go out with your friends. And uh, a show comes on that you haven't seen in a while, but you kind of remember it a little bit. Homicide Life on the Street. Boy Meets World. Oh, Boy Meets World. Season five, I've never episode seen that episode seventeen. That. I remember. Uh, Boy Meets World. You never watched Boy Meets World. Wow. I don't remember this episode at all, but I remember this being awesome. Like, there is almost like a homage to like that scream just came out at the time. Yeah. So there's like a they wake up and uh, they're all sent to detention. There's a creepy janitor kind of following them around and like people are getting murdered one by one. It starts off with the one no-name character getting like a pencil through the head and the blackboard kind of like rolls up like the state of the uh, maps. And it's like no one gets out alive written in blood on the wall and like it has like these great tropes of like a cool slasher. So I'm really excited about watching this Again, because I haven't seen it in 20 years. Yeah, and just, they find out Mr. Feeney actually does it, and he stay, they doesn't actually, get caught. They actually, I think that's what it is. <laughs> but again, I'm pretty sure at the end of it, it's like, oh man, what a weird dream. Yeah. But it has that cool feel to it. So it's on Disney+. Plus. This kind of like, I was going through uh, down the line, like all the uh, things that Disney's recommending for Halloween. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. I remember that being really good. Like a cool, I don't know if it's a Halloween episode per se, but it's a... Um, Oh, homage to a slasher because Jennifer Love Hewitt is in it. And oh. they make this great joke about like, uh, you know, it, it has that like a hottie from uh, Party of Five. And they're like, Nev Campbell, like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Which I was like, that was kind of a fun little zing. Anyways. Cool. Well, there's our five recommendations. Uh, Kyle is each. taking off some of his clothes. So you know it's getting serious. He's getting real, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's uh, well, fifteen recommendations. I guess we didn't. I don't think we had any duplicates. No, right? no duplicates. So, and again, yeah, I thought of a lot, a lot of unique choices in there. No mm-hmm. Treehouse of Horror or yeah, Walking Actually, yeah, Dead episodes all kind of or unique. Uh, anything. So, um, anyways, uh, minus Roseanne, but you know whatever. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Roseanne, though, I think <laughs> I it's like yeah, you know, I like yeah. Roseanne. Don't get me into Roseanne. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't. I think that's like no. I don't know about like. Kids these days know Roseanne because if they did, they'd know like the Connors and you know, yeah. which is I don't think it's good. Yeah, because kids are watching, listening to this podcast. Which is <laughs> do the Connors have Halloween episodes? Apparently, we were I just, just talking about yeah, that. Yeah, apparently know. they have like two or three. So I, I'm curious, but I I watched like a bit of one of those episodes and it, it didn't have the same like I was saying to Maddie the yeah. same edge. Like it felt very sappy and stuff. Like Roseanne would do topical things, but she'd do it kind of an edgier way. Where this mm-hmm. felt like it, like it felt like more of like a Full House. They kind of like got rid of the sharp corners. So I, I don't know. Maybe it, it was just a bad episode I saw. I, I'm going to try to watch the Halloween this year. Because apparently uh, Last Man Standing with Tim Allen does Halloween episodes as well that I'm curious about checking out to see if they're any good. I don't know. Yeah. I find sitcoms these days are real terrible. <laughs> so well, we'll again, see. they don't focus enough on Halloween. It's like yeah. them doing, they'll throw it on the background. The Goldbergs stuff. is the example. Yeah, yeah the yeah, Goldbergs and Community, I guess, was yeah. the last yeah. one that really went all out. For Halloween, but uh, anyways, I guess should we just jump right into our movies? Yeah, of then, course. Or? Let's do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so uh, these are our ten recommendations of films that we should watch. Actually, I was just thinking, most out of those episodes, almost all of them were Halloween episodes, right? Yeah, I, I think, think I, all of mine was. I think I had uh, one that Boy Meets World might not be. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I I've watched a bunch of anthology um, episodes hoping to find some gems, but nothing. Like there are some good episodes, but nothing that had yeah. that October feel. But uh, maybe next year. Anyways, movies. Uh, as I was saying, my number ten is a segue from your Norm Macdonald. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty work. <laughs> Mine for 1996 
Tales from the Crypt, Bordello of Blood. Oh, nice. Starring Dennis Miller, <laughs> who probably won't be as well remembered when he. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Passes away, but even um, though he's he's kind of he started like the weekend update like jokes, right? Yeah, he was the mm-hmm. one that made it like a stand up routine. Yeah, yeah. I I liked him doing that. I don't know about his humor. I I, yeah. I kind of like his humor because it's weird and it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've never watched. I don't. I can't say I've watched a Dennis Miller comedy special. That might be too much. It's Miller. just like oh, there's a lot of bunch of big words. Yeah, and. Which yeah. is good, but need a thesaurus that, and like a, a, a yeah. dictionary from like a nineteen. But I also that's to, what kind of made it funny. It was so like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. But this is not that. Like this, I actually think like ninety percent of the jokes land in this. Like, is I, he I better in this, this or the net? I don't even. <laughs> he was in the net. I think so. He's, this is like I was even watching a review to kind of like refresh my memory and like. Yeah. The reviewer is kind of tearing apart the movie, but he's even like, you know what? Dennis Miller is probably, good. it pains me to say this, but the best part of the movie, like he's actually hitting them out of the park on this. And he is, he's got a lot of great one-liners. Like he's funny in this. It also has Corey Feldman, who was kind of in that annoying stage of his life. Yeah. And this, he's kind of got the leather, all the piercings and everything. Thank God uh, he, he, he grew out of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I should mean this is his post Goonies and yeah. uh, Burbs days and whatnot. Um, Chris Sarandon's in there from Fright Night and Child's Play. Um, Angie Everhart and uh, Erica El- Elinick, who is like from Baywatch and whatnot. She's the... Uh, and uh, she's the uh, E.T., she? Yeah, she's the girl. Like the that's Drew Barrymore. <laughs> no, like no, the, no, the 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 girl at On school bike, that yeah. he's he's kind of like. Oh, okay, into. interesting. Oh, yeah, you're right. I thought you were being funny there. Actually, E. T. is a Halloween film. It like it at least has like a ten minute scene that takes yeah. place at Halloween. It- um, and none of us have watched it on Halloween. I've thought about it many times. I think that holds me back if it's only that one scene. So, mm. anyways, uh, this opens up. You have a group of treasure hunters. They resurrect this vampire queen by combining her four heart pieces they had to collect around the world, and they put it back in the corpse, and it comes back to life and murders them all. Um, and then we cut to uh, Feldman and his buddies are at a bar. They're looking for some some uh, action. Yeah, action. And this guy, this like worst over-the-top actor comes in and recommends that they go to like this uh he recommends go this is like the brothel you'll want to go to but the the catch is it's, it's the secret brothel in hidden in a funeral home it, what a cool uh set piece this oh it's great yeah is. like they're like get in the coffin like what are you talking about yeah. like they're like, get in the coffin you, it goes through like this fucking almost like yeah. fun house goes like fire and almost a roller coaster ride and then you open it up and there's a hidden brothel down there, and there's all these hot, tons of nude, big-breasted, probably fake-breasted women. Um, but this leads to, it turns out, the brothel is run by vampires. And uh, so the story is um, uh, Erica E.T. Alianak is looking for her brother, who's Corey Feldman. He's gone missing, and she hires uh, the cops pretty much ignore her and you know aren't too worried about a teen guy going missing. They figure he'll be back. So Dennis Miller's there over he overhears and he's desperate for money. He's like a washed up detective and he takes on the case. Um but yeah, it, it's just super fun. Like it's mm-hmm. like Dennis Miller, like I said, he's actually delivering funny line after funny line. It's kind of got like it's in that 90s where they're doing like bad CGI, but then it's mixed with like really cool practical yeah. effects. Chris Sarandon is having a blast. He's like one of those TV evangelist guys. He's like rocking a, a guitar <laughs> and and stuff like that. It's just super entertaining. Um and uh, yeah, there's there's uh, you got which was again a '90s thing. We talked about it, I think in the top 100 from Dust Till Dawn. 
super soakers with vampires. That was a thing yeah. where everyone had to defeat them with uh, super soakers. But yeah, just uh, it's just one of those movies. It's like super entertaining, but it kind of has that fun house feel, which again, mm-hmm. it has yeah, kind of feel. Like, yeah, it like, has that like a cheesy, corny. Again, joke. when I think of Halloween, I think of like I don't think of, mm-hmm. I know some people think of Halloween. They think of like scare, scary movies. It's yeah. like I, I think of tricks and treats. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's. Anyways, so, so the tricks is like the uh, fun house and the treats or the uh, big breasted women that you were going on about <laughs> or Dennis Miller, whichever yeah, you whatever. prefer. But uh, yeah, th- this is a movie that like everyone talks about Demon Knight and how great it is and how awful this movie. And there's a documentary on the Scream Factory Blu-ray about how much of a prick Dennis Miller was and how he ruined the movie. <laughs> um, he, he took like all the budget and would only agree to it some ridiculous amount thinking he wouldn't get it. And then they gave it to him. Um, and then he was like coming up with stuff all on the spot. But the movie was a mess to make. I know no one likes it, but I don't know. I think this movie's super you dig fun. It, it wasn't going to make my top 100, but I was like, I knew, I was like, thank God I can mention it here because I think it fits Halloween and I think it's super fun. I know it's not going to be for everyone. I know I'm in the minority there, but uh, it's entertaining. <laughs> Extremely entertaining to me. I don't think I've ever seen it. I, most people probably have. a recommendation, man. Yeah, most so. people probably haven't. I don't know if it's going to be for you. Um, we'll I'm going to say you, you'd hate this movie. We'll see if you find <laughs> yeah. Dennis Miller funny yeah. or not. But uh, yeah, I just I, it's super entertaining. I will say like that opening in the crypt. Um, yeah, it's cool. I was going to say it's bad. Like it feels like '90s like TV relic hunter budget. Kind of dug it. But uh, from then on, it, it gets better. Yeah. There's just a lot of cool ideas in there, and it's kind of again I like where they take that mythos and kind of do a spin on it in modern times. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, my number ten. So I, I'm taking. Uh, an approach here. We just did our top 100 horror mm. of all time, which you should go back and listen to right now. Um, but I, there was definitely movies I cut just because I hadn't seen them in a while. Mm-hmm. Where I thought they'd be on my list, but I just didn't have time to Couldn't get to watch them. talk about them with any authority. And, and just like, I don't know, maybe this isn't that good. Like, I haven't yeah. seen this in 20 years. And... So my first pick... And so you're not going to put on your list, but you're right, going to recommend it to the listeners to waste their time? Yeah, yeah. because okay. I loved him at one point. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to try to watch these, and, right. and, and I think I guess listen to uh, Shocktober to see if uh, these are duds or these are studs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my first pick is from 1990... Nicholas Rogue's The Witches. Uh, this is The Witches starring Angelica Houston. Oh, this is awesome, yeah. Um, I'm going to try to watch this this October, actually. Yeah. I just picked up on Blu-ray. So the blue? Maybe we'll yeah. all watch it. How yeah, I, I, I picked it up as well. And I Some really was trying to watch it. puppeteering that's ever done in a movie, I think. Like All the witches look so fucking uh, fantastic. Incredible. I don't even think I've seen this movie, the, uh, the mouse that talks looks better than anything Babe has ever done. Like It's a cool movie, man. Yeah, how did... How, like, yeah. How they did it, and it's creepy. Oh, yeah. The p- stuff with the painting oh, yeah. traumatized me as it a kid. It's crazy, right? I'm going to do a month. I'm going to ha- have a handful. I have this site, and I just picked up on Blu-ray from the Disney Club, uh, Watcher in the Woods, and Something Wicked oh, nice. This Way Comes. So kind of three movies that I've actually never seen, I don't think. I know Ooh, of I don't think I've, I've ever seen Watcher in the Woods. So, Ooh. And I've heard great things about them all. Um, yeah. So I guess they're part of the uh, kinder trauma is the term, I guess. Uh, for like family movies that are fucking scary, yeah, that as will hell. Yeah. They traumatize your, your life. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if I'll be to watch them with my kids, yeah. but I'm going to watch them uh, by myself. So I'm, I'm going to watch, uh, and and maybe it's one of those I'll be regretting not putting it on my hundred. Yeah. I oh. didn't really have a chance to um, 
organize these properly. So I'm going to try to do this on the fly. So uh, what changed? What's how's this different than anything else? Yeah, nothing. Nothing has changed. <laughs> it's not on a napkin. So you're already yeah, yeah, ahead of the game here. I'm in a book. Look at this. <laughs> a hardbound book that I actually have like a quill pen that I'm writing. It actually with says right now horror movie addict. Oh, horror movie addict. Okay. Um, from 2016, Ouija: Origins of Evil. Oh yeah, this is a uh, this is the Flanagan one. I, you scared me for a second there. Yeah, I was like, so "Oh I, yeah, Flanagan did the sequel." Yeah. <laughs> I was actually uh, I watched this after I watched the first one. Like, you don't need to watch the first one. The first one ruins this movie because yeah. the entire mystery is uh, deflated from it. And this one is a lot creepier. It's spooky. It takes place in an abandoned house where this poor family is uh, doing these uh, seances to make money because they're dad died and they're like okay what can we do with this house like all right we'll just make these fake seances so they have this like scam going that's working mm-hmm. but i guess they uh incorporate this uh ouija board and um hell breaks loose and this um entity takes over this daughter and tries to tell her where the money's held in this house of mysteries yeah. so there's a cool uh, mystery going on it's remarkable because the first movie is is garbage. total garbage yeah. garbage that would be an interesting episode yeah. like movies where the sequel is so much better than because everyone usually the first film is way better and the sequels get worse. Yeah. But like, or even like at least you know the first film was pretty good and the sequels yeah. really get better. But this is like movies where like the first movie was shit. It actually don't watch the first a, movie. Yeah. It will ruin this movie. Well, I think there's yeah. I think there's moments in the first movie that if if you watch it first it enhances this. But then there's also movies where it gets ruined. Like it kind of it is a bit yeah. of both. I, I so I had watched them. I think maybe in the same October. Yeah, uh, and. I, I'm I'm looking forward to just watching this at some point yeah. in a couple of years from now when I've forgotten what happened in the, the f- whole thing and just and just going in because the mm-hmm. other one I, I never want to watch the first one again no. it's, it's a tr- trash film yeah uh, and Flanagan has a new Netflix yeah series. I'm gonna it's try to be incredible yeah, it's Mid- coming Midnight out Mass it's out Midnight oh, Mass yeah is it horror or is it like yeah it's supposed to be another okay. like in his realm of horror yeah. so yeah I've got that on my list to watch cool. this October. Uh, my number two is a little TV film are, from. Are we going one to ten, not ten to ten to one? Sorry, and my number two. I mean, my second film on my list. <laughs> my number nine is a little TV film. From Who's nine- dumb now, yeah. motherfucker? <laughs> Dude, I've had like I've smelt the beer. I'm drunk now. Ah, right, 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 um, right. That's true. <laughs> he, he is this close to fighting you. You know that, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> gonna brain you with that microphone. This, this is a holding. pumpkin beer. This <laughs> he goes off the rails. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, my number nine, a little TV film from 1972, uh, When Michael Calls. Um, this stars Elizabeth Ashley, Ben Gazzara, and Michael Douglas. Oh, ben, Michael ben Douglas. Uh, yeah. You know who he is? Yeah, I think both of these. Yeah, Ben, yeah. ben Gazzara, great actor. Um, so it's about the, the, the lead, uh, Helen starts receiving these calls, um, from this young boy who M- claims- Michael. Yeah. I knew it. Who claims to be her nephew who happened to die 15 years oh, ago. Awesome. The calls are very creepy. It's like this this little boy and he's like, Auntie, Auntie, like he has some name for Auntie, uh, I, I forget what it is, yeah. Auntie Helen or something. Come, you got to come pick me up. But he's, it's just very creepy. And um, yeah, and it just goes on. And then people start getting knocked off that kind of relate to this. Um, there's a scary moment where like the kid is talking and he realizes that he's dead on the phone. Um, and it's just this, Oh no, like I'm dead. Am I dead? Like, I don't know. I thought it was kind of uh, creepy. Yeah, he freaks out um, a little bit. Like, 
there's also it does it is a Halloween movie because it takes place around Halloween. There's a Halloween party, like the town Halloween party, and there's a cool scene where they have all these. They're about to reveal all the jack o' lanterns for the contest, and they pull down the curtain, and this body falls down and smashes oh, all cool. the uh, the pumpkins. It's just it's this very cool '70s that has that '70s vibe, yeah. really creepy vibe to it. Fun twist at the end. Uh, yeah, I t- totally recommend this. I-, I wish like these TV films. I mean, we're getting better. We're starting to get some out, but there's yeah. still so many good ones that you can only find on YouTube. Are so, like, oh, sort of how did you DVDs. watch this? This one I did watch on YouTube. It's a decent quality. There, there's there's a DVD out, but it's probably like it's like one of those Trash. public domain shit, and it's like out of print, so it's like 150 bucks. Yeah. So it's probably um, even worse than what's on YouTube. Probably, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the the, the, the one on YouTube is decent quality. I, so YouTube.com for listeners at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. There's actually um, a lot of TV films. That's where you can find a lot of them. I mean, some of them are, are terrible. The quality, Norm but... episode is on YouTube. No, oh, well, there oh. you go. So YouTube.com? YouTube.com. Let me see that pad. Let me write this down. Yeah. <laughs> it's a say. If you guys have not heard of YouTube, it's this great site. You can just search it and you can find videos. I've been like... a daily motion guy. I've never heard of this. <laughs> yeah, it, it's incredible. Incredible. But uh, no, great uh, little TV film. I recommend it uh, highly. My number nine from 2000. Ginger Snaps. Oh, nice. Little CanCon, eh? So, as as you guys kind of know, I'm not a massive fan of the late 90s, early 2000 horror movies, especially a lot of the horror movies. I thought you really dug Scream. I know what you did last summer and Urban Legends. They were the ones that. They were like 104, 103, 102, and 101, right? I I might revisit those this October. We'll see. I think I might watch Urban Legend because it's one that I saw originally. Despised, and yeah. I'm I'm trying to give. Uh, uh, I look just at picked these. that up because Scream Factory did this like awesome Blu-ray, and I think it's like a two-hour documentary or something. It's like it's supposed awesome. like the documentary is as good as the movie, if not better. It's a documentary on Urban Legends or on the movie on Urban the movie, Legends. the making. Uh, but I don't know. Anyway, yeah. that that might be tough. Yeah. We'll see. I'll, I'll I'll try getting through it. But anyways, Ginger Snaps was the one kind of exception where, where I remember watching in high school. And I saw it a couple times in high school. And thought it was excellent. It's awesome. Um, and no one else liked it. Oh, it's, I thought it was like heralded, like a cult. Like none, none of the people I knew liked oh, it. They were kind of hung around lamos. <laughs> I actually, I just liked that movie when I first watched it, and then when I checked it out again a couple years ago, I kind of really, it, I had like, I did a complete one eighty on that one. Um, so it was one that was always hovering. I had kind of close to my top hundred, but then I was like, when was the last time you watched this? And yeah. okay, it was fifteen years ago. You need to rewatch this, and I just didn't get to it in time. There was too many movies to watch, um, so I'm gonna rewatch it again. I'm, I don't, I don't imagine. It's Are you gonna, gonna go, go down, down like the uh, the trilogy? Or are you just going to watch the first one? I think I'm just going to watch the yeah. first one. Yeah, that's probably a smart idea. <laughs> it does. I think the first one takes place on Halloween too. I think there's like a Halloween party oh, yeah? and stuff in it. Yeah. So. All right. Let's see what's. Uh, what are you going to pick for your list nine. this time? <laughs> oh, from uh, 1993. Carpenter, Cooper, Body Bags. Oh, nice. I love this trilogy. It takes place in a morgue, and like uh, John Carpenter actually plays the uh, mortician where he's like drinking uh, formaldehyde and like going through the bodies to tell stories about how these people die. He's like, natural causes, natural causes. Oh, this is all bullshit, natural causes. Give me a stab wound. Give me a head crushing. It's him just like making jokes about these bodies and uh, telling stories of how these got in the morgue. The one is a. Um, gas station attendant on her first night that doesn't go well. The second one has uh, Stacy Keach as a, a hair transplant uh, guy 
whose hair keeps growing in weird ways and doesn't know how this technology is Which happening. Which is kind of like Stacey Keach's hair anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's strange, right? I love Stacey, <laughs> Stacey I, I, Keach. I love, he is I, amazing in this. I just got two. Have you guys seen Road Games? Kind of an underrated oh, yeah, yeah, Stacey yeah, 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 yeah. I just picked that That's up. That's Australian. That number, I might right? watch. Have, uh, have you guys watched sort of... Fat City before? And not a, uh, no, I need no. to. I want to sell one. So I, I watched that for the first time this past year with Stacey. And he's the lead. Like, Oh, yeah, he is. He's the, and, and he's 30, like... Three in it. Or it's weird. He still <laughs> probably I, looks yeah. like he is fifty three. He looks so old. Yeah, yeah. Titus is where I, I knew him. I don't know if oh yeah, that's right. He was like the dad on Titus, mm-hmm. which is kind of a not teaching Chong. No, I don't know if mm. I remember him. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Stacey, Stacey yeah. Keach may yeah. be episode in our future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, how his hair is growing is uh, nothing you will ever. Oh, that's a great think yeah, about. Great and there's another one with Mark Hamill. Uh, he gets an eye of a criminal put into his head and. Uh, Chick goes down as you think it would. All, go all down. three of those are actually yeah, good. They're great. Yeah, great. So. and the the wraparound is super fun with John yeah. Carpenter, and it feels like a hovel, like a October movie to me. Yeah, like Mortician. Yeah. Anyways, cool. That's my number nine. My number eight from 1964, The Ghost of Sierra de Cobra. Oh, I I really I wanted to watch this for our our hundred. Li- I've never seen it, but uh, I've heard really good it, things. It's fun. So I guess this was meant to be a pilot for an anthology series called The Haunted. It was going to be a companion piece to Twilight Zone and Outer Limits, but focus more on the supernatural side of stories. Um, But I guess it was deemed too scary for audiences. (laughs) Awesome. Um, So they ended up uh, canning the the series, but uh, they shot some extra footage and, and created this TV film. Um, I, I don't know if it's too scary. I don't know about that, but it is. A, it's a lot of fun. Uh, written, produced, directed, and created by Joseph Stefano, who was the writer of Psycho. Um, and it stars Martin Lando. Um, it was going to be, he, he's like this, I guess, famous architect. That's where he gets his money. Architect as profession, paranormal investigator by choice. I don't know if that was a This was actually Martin Lando. This has nothing to do with the show. Yeah, <laughs> this is he was just becoming a new. Uh, he's sick of acting. Yeah. That's a. Uh... But I guess every episode would be him. Yeah, investigating different cases. Um, and then, uh, so this story is Diane Baker and her blind hi- husband. They've inherited this uh, fortune, this large fortune, but he is apparently haunted by his mother, who in his life was very controlling. She had a, a phone installed in her crypt in case she was accidentally buried alive or something. And he starts getting calls from the phone oh, that's in the a cool crypt, idea. which is creepy. All the um, all his helpers, uh, all the help of this mansion have quit, and uh, so they're replaced by uh, Adam. Will appreciate this, Dame Judith Judith Anderson, who is pretty much playing her Miss Danvers character from Hitchcock's Rebecca. Oh, okay. Nice. Playing the same kind of like deal twenty there. years later, yeah, but it's like mm-hmm. it's the same character. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just uh, there, there's a whole other subplot too where the Sierra de Cobra comes. Like it's a small Mexican town where something happened that re- relates to hauntings. And there's like there's some really cool like the way they do the ghost effects and stuff. I thought it was very well done. Uh, just a great atmosphere and uh, black and white photography. Um, and it does have like kind of that like. You know, is it someone that's doing all this as a ruse to kind of con him of his money, or are these hauntings real and you got to watch it to find out? Yeah, mm. just very cool. I don't want to overhype it. I mean, again, mm. it me- it was meant to be like a pilot for yeah. one of those anthology series. But yeah, if you if you dig like Twilight Zone, Outer Limbs, all that kind of stuff, I think you'll you'll find uh, you'll really dig it. What would, would it would it have been close to your hundred? 
I, I wanted to revisit, probably not, but I don't know, maybe. I, like, I, I've only seen it the one time. I, I really enjoyed this it. I, I'm hoping to revisit this October. Yeah. Kino actually put out a great Blu-ray. I recommend it because I think it was lost for the longest time and they put it out and found it put out. And on that one, you get like the... It's because they canned it, so it was, a, it was in a bunch of uh, tomato <laughs> juice. <laughs> exactly. But you do get you get the movie length on the Blu-ray, or if you want to watch it as the hour TV, they have that cut of the. Because some people Ooh. feel that maybe the the extra scenes aren't necessary. Might be boring. I kind of like like I saw what was extra, and I kind of like the movie length myself. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, highly recommend that one. Is it's, it it's just one dance numbers with Paul Williams? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, we've already got our Paul Williams <laughs> fixed with uh, you know. Um, David Hasselhoff, so uh, Maddie or Adam. Jesus <laughs> Christ! It's so it's so easy to say Maddie. Adam, you're number eight. It, it does roll off the tongue. Yeah. Maddie. Um, <laughs> Maddie. Um, Maddie. My number eight from 1920, The Cabinet of Doctor Kalargi. Ooh, Ooh, I've never seen this. Uh, so. This is another one. This isn't a talkie. This is like no. A, this is a silent film. Yeah. Um, it's it's German expressionism. Mm. It's it's basically like kind of this nightmare on screen. Mm-hmm. You've got this uh, somnambulist, uh, this kind of like walking, uh, dreamlike character yeah. that's just going through all these amazing set pieces, um, and I, this was on my list, my top hundred for almost the whole time. Yeah. And then I just, as I started watching more stuff or rewatching, you put the Montreal Ballet on there instead. <laughs> Winnipeg, 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 sorry, or, yeah, yeah, the, uh, the Dracula. Uh, I just kept going. Uh, okay, I'll move this yeah. back. I'll move this back. And I was planning on watching, and I just never. Wow, Got Kyle just chugged the <laughs> pumpkin beer. Well, so we did. We had a what was the first beer? Lake of Bays. Lake of Bays. So yeah, we, I guess we could start talking about yeah, the beer yeah, that we're drinking yeah, I guess on this. We're doing I, tons of pumpkin beer, I guess, this month. Yeah, we started off with that, and yeah, you guys talked about this tales Big from the Greg. patch, how good it is, and it has this amazing glow in the dark, like sinister pumpkin attacking you. So I, I'm kind of like, let's down this one to get to uh, the next one. Yeah, this will be interesting. So uh, for listeners at home, Kyle's been drinking a lot more with us recently. Uh, I don't normally drink other than here. pretty much I started with this yeah. podcast. <laughs> so you guys are turning me alcoholics. But yeah, you'll see like I can't handle my alcohol anymore because I don't drink much anymore. And by the time I get to like number two and three on my list, you're going to see me slurring and not being going to make sense. So if you wonder like, what is he talking about when he gets those, those last couple? That's the reason why I've probably had my one beer. Oh, well, they, they've listened to some of the episodes. Yeah. That, that <laughs> the we, top, well, the top 100, you definitely could hear it. Yeah. And uh, some of the episodes that I've definitely uh, <laughs> indulged by the end where I'm just basically you, swearing you, at yeah, you guys. You get, you get to like it. <laughs> I love them episodes, by the way. Not really angry, but you just kind of like get excited passionate. With, with passionate, but with like vulgar vulgarity to describe your, your passion. Which I normally, I probably, I'm I'm not a big swear. No, I which I, I am yeah. when I talk movies for some reason. I don't swear that much at Oh, home, I but, breathe uh, obscenity. Just breathe <laughs> it. Which is bad. I was like, you know you just like swear constantly when you're driving. It's like under my breath. like, oh, fucking chicken. Like, she's like, when you're driving, you, like, you have Tourette's. Even when you're just like thinking to yourself, you're just like constantly like muttering swear words. Like, I should probably stop that because I guess the kid's probably going to pick it up. That would be amazing. Yeah. If if you and 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 and, and your daughter you just, are just like driving around, around she's swearing <laughs> as as you're driving. Suck it. Um, so rating these beers, I will say yeah. this Big Rig has more of like that pumpkiny oh, taste. Yeah. It's delicious. They know what they're doing. Yeah, it's very we, very nice. I, yeah, I, I'll just tell this. So I went to like the LCBO and yeah, I just I got excited because I've been to I, every time I come, I try to get some beers for the show, and I've been going to these smaller ones and they suck. 
sucked. Uh, which LCBO in, in Canada, uh, for people not in Canada, that's like where we can get our alcohol. Anyways, not a big it's a selection. Liquor, it's a liquor, liquor store. store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so I found this great one, this big one. They had all the selection, all these pumpkin beer, and I got excited. I'm just like buying them all and bringing up the counter, and the guy's just probably... Looking at me like, what the fuck is dude, that's a lot uh. of pumpkin beer? And then I was like, guys, don't get any more. I got the pumpkin beer for the month, and you guys are all like, oh, we did. I just bought it fucking a bunch too. Yeah. And then Maddie, same thing. So I guess we have a lot of pumpkin beer this month for us and our, hopefully some of our guests as I well. I'm okay with this. Yeah, so, so am I. Anyway, sorry. Uh, anyway, so the the cabinet of Dr. Clarke, I, I had watched this uh, originally in, in film school, and it was one of those things the first time you're going through the kind of canon. And mm. it's jarring. You, you've never seen any movies like this. Hypothetically, you, you don't watch many silent movies. Yeah, I'd seen some Chaplin yeah. at that point. That's this, this is a different beast, mm. right? And um, the they first, do have the placards, though, don't they? It comes up like this guy is. Blah, 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 yeah, there's, there's, the, there's, it's like a silent yeah. film. Maddie, have you ever watched? I watched this once, but uh, me and my uh, roommate, Jimmy Diamond, who might be joining us this month, we went to the bar, we had a few beers, like, all right, I want to watch this movie. And we were like, watching, like, oh, this is fucking awesome. But we were like, <laughs> bombed at this point <laughs> yeah it's it, it like it yeah. looks incredible and there's a lot of amazing set pieces mm. uh it for me it was the second time i watched it when i was just like i'm gonna go back because i saw some like scenes in, yeah. in, in, and it, now i had watched more it was not as kind of like what the fuck is this movie like mm. place cards like <laughs> you, you know now um, what's the length of this i i've it's pretty short, I think. Yeah, I think it's okay. like 80 An minutes. Because yeah. I, I started, like, Nosferatu I enjoyed, but I found it was too long. And then I watched The Phantom of the Opera, the silent version, and I was like, this is incredible. It just moved at this great pace. Mm. So I find silent films, I think if they're they're too long, it can kind of hurt them for me. I, I kind of get uninterested. I don't know. Yeah, like, I... I and the know. score, I guess, also is a big thing if you... Which sometimes the scores didn't exist, so it's, yeah, it's yeah, been exactly. made later. Yeah, exactly. And other times there was basically like, this is the music you will play in the theater. Yeah, like an old time, like, like a jukebox player, like a... Like a guy playing a piano. Did you guys do that for something? I thought you guys did a screening when you guys had your band and didn't do a screen for... We had... I guess we had like movies playing in the background. Movies playing in the background, yeah. For some reason, I thought one night you guys did like the score for Nosferatu or something. No. No, I think we we had the Lady Vanishes because we had the song called Lady Vanishes, and we had the, we had that kind of queued up and a few other mm. things. But uh, we, we, yeah, we were kind of big into that. I had old the all these old animations from the 30s yeah, that yeah. I was uh, kind of like, pairing yeah, with the our old, music. Like, um, yeah, I forget what it's called, but yeah, yeah, they're they're not. It's not the it was Disney's Van Buren, yeah. the Van Buren uh, mm-hmm. animations. Hey. Anyways, cool. I'm I'm really looking forward to rewatching this. Yeah. I, I I it's another one of those ones. I I have a feeling all of these I'm gonna be like motherfucker. I should have just watched this. It should have been like on your hundred. But then it's like, what do you take? What out, do you right? cut? You know I mean, it was yeah. so hard cutting like there was things i watched recently that i had to cut again we talked about in that top five or the top 100 but yeah. i had like 500 films that i loved yeah <laughs> any one of them could have made the list so it, it was tough maddie you're um number eight. number eight yes sir all right i watched this movie uh, in preparation for our top 100 it's the first time watch for me it's a uh, charles band's tourist trap oh, and this movie is from uh where was it 79 it's actually scary as hell like it's yeah. weird. It takes all these, uh, you know, the uh, people who are dressed as puppets, like the uh, clockwork guys from a uh, Doctor Fibes, yep. and like the end of Puppet Master yeah. Two, the uh, gem that is like Puppet anima- Master Two, not animatronic. What are they called? Wax like? figures, animatronics. Yeah. Everyone there is a wax figure, and um, this guy has 
I don't want to give anything away, but these group of tourists go to this a wax museum that has all this. Doesn't shit going the car down. break down or they end yeah. up there some for some reason? And all this chaos and shit happens to him. And it's so twisted, spooky, and demented that you can't not think about it for a few days afterwards. It, it has a uh, midge. Is it Midge from yeah, that 70s show? Yeah, the 70s show. The hot, show. The hot mom. It, yeah. She's all, oh, all like, uh, bathed in ta- the woods. Tawny Roberts? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. She, she just, just passed away, right? Yeah, she did just yeah. pass away. But anyways, yeah. This movie stuck with me that hasn't really stuck with me for a while. Damn it, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> One beer in and it's just... <laughs> Folks at home, you need yeah. to see the, wow, the face that he also made when he said R.I.P. It's just... No. I was doing because you always say that after someone... We, when we mentioned that someone just died, you always do it. So I was kind of like beating you to the punch to get a reaction out of you. Focus. Focus. Sorry. Yeah, anyways, check this movie out. Uh, you, have you seen it? No. Have you seen it? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Like you might not like it. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> you said that to everything Adam yeah. says. I think you think he only watches like French. No, no, no. Listen, this know. is a guy who did Puppet Master too. Like this. No, is, but I think it's right. different. I think those it, movies it are garbage. Different. But uh, I think this <laughs> yeah. movie is actually like oh, yeah, well-made it, it, movie. It's spooky. Like, yeah, but I still don't think it's in your camp. Huh? It is. Yeah, it does yeah. kind of have that slasher vibe. But I think there's some scary stuff oh, that Adam might like. It is. I think there's more to slasher, it than like a slasher. Yeah. So currently, I have. 598 movies well, on now my you have show. 599. Um, wow, well, if you're going to do 598, I'm going to have to really step up my game in October. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> oh, I already got it on my list. Oh, nice. So it's oh, yeah. it's one of the 598. Uh, my number seven from 1974, Madhouse. Oh, nice. Uh, I felt really bad that Vincent Price, if you ask me <laughs> who's one of my favorite actors, Vincent Price. Like, I love fucking everything that guy mm. does. Um, I only had, spoiler, if you haven't listened to the episode, I only had one Vincent Price film on my top 100. You're not going to tell them. I'm not going to tell them which, which one. But I only had one, and which is weird, because this one made when we did a top 50 along, like in our old podcast. Yeah, top 50. This one made it. It didn't quite make it when I revisited it, but it's still a great film, and I knew I could talk about it here, because it kind of has a cool Halloween vibe. Um, so you cheated. Yeah. yeah. So this one, uh, it's Bryce kind of playing a meta role where he's playing a famous horror actor. Uh, in this case, he's he's known for the character Dr. Death. But when they show, like, they show a lot of clips throughout the movie. It's actually his old and It's movies. actually all Corman, old yeah. Corman, uh, oh, Vincent cool. Price roles. Um, uh, yeah. So anyways, it, it opens up. He's having a party. He's showing off his new Dr. Death film and uh, announces his engagement um, when this producer, played by Robert Corey, who is Count Yorga, uh, if you've seen those films, uh, he comes up and is like, oh, that's cool. You know, I, she used to do adult films for me. And he kind of hints that, like, he fucked her and all this stuff and pisses off Price, and she's embarrassed. She runs off to her room, and he's angry to find out that his girl, this girl that he just got engaged to was a former porn star. Um, but he, he realized, like, yeah, I'm being stupid. He goes up to apologize her, and when he taps her on her shoulder, her head falls off. She has been murdered, and um, and you kind of got a glimpse of someone wearing kind of the Dr. Death garb, murdered her. You don't know, did he do it? He doesn't even know himself, so he goes like to an alter a, ego. Yeah, he goes to a, a mental institution. Even though he's acquitted of the murder, he still doesn't know whether he did it or not. We cut to 12 years later, and um, I guess there's been this big cult following of Dr. Death films. So uh, Peter Cushing, who's his uh, writer friend, is going to bring him back into the mix, and they're going to do a TV series. Robert Corey is now a producer of television, and he's 
producing this new TV series. Uh, so Vincent Price comes back and deaths start piling up all related to uh, Price. So you don't know, is he behind these murders? Does he have like a you know an alternate personality or someone else doing it to, mm-hmm. to make him think that he's doing it? Just a very cool atmosphere. I love all the old horror films. Um, it feels a great film to watch in Halloween because there is, it's not set on Halloween, but there is a costume party. And um, yeah, it's just a strange little film. Like there's some strange moments. Like there's like, he finds in like, I don't want to spoil too much, but like in Cushing's house, there's like this basement and this weird, yeah, I, I don't want to yeah. spoil too much. But uh, yeah, really cool film. I love the uh, the look of Dr. Death. Actually, I went as that character yeah, for Halloween awesome one costume. year. Because um, I'm weird like that. I like to find these little <laughs> obscure. obscure costumes that I love. I just think it's such a cool look. Uh, but yeah, it's just fun seeing Price pretty much play Price, but in this alternate universe, I guess. Um, so yeah, great one to watch, I think, in October. Uh, Adam, Aye. your number seven. My number seven, and and I am Adam, uh, from 1999, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, oh nice. awesome. Uh, a, a Tim Burton pick. This is one that I've always felt was a little underrated uh, i know it got mm-hmm. you know when mm-hmm. it came out it it, it kind of got slaughtered quite a bit i thought it did well but it did well it but i think critically it yeah. got yeah got thrown under the bus but I, i've i've always thought yeah. it was quite good the atmosphere in this movie is so fucking talk about a october yeah. movie oh it's yeah. a perfect yeah uh, well, it made my it made my yeah sorry i don't want to spoil it too much but i love this movie <laughs> yeah well i yeah it, it made, yeah did it make yours maddie no it did not so yeah one out of three it was one that i felt like I, I should probably watch yeah. this. I, I think I can understand why people don't like it. it. It's it is overly long and the plot is a little overly complicated. But again, like I think for October, like the look and the setting and the, just all that is, is just so like good. waiting when they're in those like uh, the I don't know sentry towers yeah. or whatever. There's just, a great moment too where the kids like in the house hiding and they have one of those you know those um, like a candle and they have the the yeah the well, thing around it turning it's putting the images on the uh, I don't know on what the that's ceiling called. yeah uh, yeah and it's one of those movies that has like a great like the whole cast is like oh. you recognize everyone they're all like former horror stars yeah. or former you know just big movie stars that's a great one great pick all right my number seven yep. This is a, uh, I don't know if a cheat. I haven't seen this movie since I was probably eight, and I don't remember a hell of a lot of it. <laughs> but the uh, premise is so cool. It's from a 1981. It's a ghost story. It's a picture of old men that sit around and tell these ghost stories at the uh, by Is this what fire. it's called? It's called The Ghost Story. A uh, ghost story? Yeah. Or ghost story? Ghost story. Ghost, ghost story. story. Ghost story. It's starring Fred Astaire in one of his last roles before he passed. These old guys just sit around and they chat and they tell these ghost stories. And as it uh, moves on, uh, a guy's... He dances. Know. No. Oh. That'd be cool. But uh, <laughs> a, a guy's son dies a day before his wedding. And there's something up, a mystery in this town that these old uh, four old men have to figure out how to solve this mystery of why he died right before his wedding. And there's something going on with all of them. You know, something... I've never but, seen this. This sounds yeah, kind of cool. It is an interesting story. I can't vouch for it. That's the only <laughs> issue. Did I lend you this Blu-ray like three months ago? Yeah, I watched. Yeah, I haven't even watched it yet. Jesus, yeah. Matty. Uh, so you you've seen this recently? Yeah, I have. I have it. Screen Factory yeah. put on Blu-ray. It's 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 decent. I didn't. I I need to revisit myself. I didn't yeah. love it when I saw it a couple years ago. But so I'm looking forward to watching this movie this October. There's some good uh, stuff in there. Yeah. I will let you guys know. <laughs> 
my number six from 1981, Night of the Werewolf. Uh, this is a, a Paul Nashi horror film. This is actually the ninth. Oh, you you, uh, you were yeah. really on a run with him. Yeah, pretty, yeah. well, I'm, I'm hoping to watch more this year. So yeah. this was the ninth in his werewolf series. I actually watched it for the first time a couple years in a shocktober and had a blast with it. Yeah. Uh, I think this is actually his favorite. Um, I think it's like a remake of an older uh, one of the earlier films he did, but now he had a budget so he could do the things he wanted to do. But yeah, it opens up with this vampiric witch who's actually supposed to be El- uh, Elizabeth uh, ba- Bathory, who was the real... Oh, the uh, Lady Bathory. Yeah, that actually murdered and bathed in all Blood. these people's uh, victims' bloods. Uh, bloods, victims, <laughs> blood. Um, so it's her, her servants, and Nashi, who I guess I think they know he's a werewolf. This opens up, and they're all sentenced to death, and they're going to murder them. Nashi, they put an iron mask on his face and a silver dagger through his heart. And then we cut to years later, now present time, a group of archaeologists unearth the monsters, and all hell breaks loose. We got the witch. The werewolf, and then even there's like these zombie mummy creatures that wrecking havoc. Awesome, um, yeah. Just looks great. Just has a great atmosphere. Cool effects. Um, you get the finale where it's Nash as a werewolf battling the vampiric witch, and there's just yeah. Just uh, if you haven't seen any Nashi horror again, I've only I seen a handful, but they've been they've all been worth a watch. Even the ones that weren't great. Excuse me, still had a cool atmosphere. Um, You're chugging that beer down too fast. I know. Yeah, he's as nasty as he wants to be. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> excited about this pumpkin beer but uh, yeah i'm hoping to get through more uh nashi this year i've already pulled out a couple uh to watch uh so yeah if you, have, you haven't checked out but this this is a great one to start off with <laughs> they call them the video nashies or no <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so my number six this is something you guys talked about on the top hundred spoiler you don't know where though what could it be from 1980 the changeling oh nice so this was one that I, I, I talked about on the Top 100 where I was yeah. like, I, I just needed to watch it again. Like There was yep. some stuff at the end that didn't sit perfectly with me that I thought maybe you know maybe if I rewatched, I would dislike that even more or maybe I would ignore and it would be yeah. fine. Um, so I'm, I'm planning on doing it. I just got the new uh, Blu-ray release that looks fucking awesome. Bitching. Uh, so I'm going to check it out. I can't wait. Because that was the other thing. It. I think I had like a... A DVD that you had given me, yeah, that was yeah. I think the Blu-ray came out after. That the was yeah. not like a great. Yeah, it's a problem with this. It was like one of the original DVDs too. Like had like the cardboard box and shit. Like it's, I think it's one of the first ones I bought. To be quite honest with you. Yeah, it was. It was like long out of print yeah. for a long time until uh, Severin and I think Second Sight put it on a mm-hmm. Blu-ray. Uh, Maddie, your number six. number six from two thousand and six, Behind the Mask: The Rise of Leslie Vernon. You've seen this or no? no? You've seen this, right? Yeah, I just bought the Blu-ray, actually. So what an interesting movie. It is a guy who is uh, starting his career as a serial killer. Yeah, so you, to you, make a you've, splash. You've talked about this oh, on yeah? the... On, oh, or awesome. You guys have, yeah. I think, on, on the show before. So to make his mark, he hires like a camera crew to follow him around. Like, and he sets up all these people like as a serial killer would. Like He has to give them outs. And, it's like, kind of like a, f- a mockumentary. Yeah, it's yeah. done really well. It takes place during the autumn. And like there's a all finishes up in like a siding cidery where they press all the apples to make the cider. And oh, it's like okay. A cool, and in cool set pieces, like a, such an interesting idea to make a movie. I, th- I think my problem is I, I thought it, it fell apart a bit when it tries to be a horror film. I think it was like the best when it was like 
Oh yeah, well, kind of touching upon all the tropes and stuff. Like it would be him setting yeah. up a. Mur- I don't know. I thought all but that. But again, stuff that's was really the last witty. like yeah, twenty minutes. Yeah. It kind of it turns on its ear yeah, a little yeah, bit, and yeah. it turns into a movie itself. So cool. My number five. Um, I wanted to fit this on my top one hundred, but I just couldn't do it. <laughs> For nineteen eighty seven. Ghoulies 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is way better than the original Ghoulies, Yeah, so the right? first Ghoulies, like, kind of sucks. Yeah. I, I didn't enjoy it at all. I actually mm-hmm. revisited it again just to see if I was it's not in the mood. It's not boring, but just it, kind it's not of, good. like, draw. But Ghoulies 2, on the other hand, is just such a fun fucking yeah. movie. I, I enjoy Ghoulies Go to College as yeah. well. I, I believe I've talked about it on the show before. But um, this is a fun one. I think it just kind of ignores part one. But uh, the Ghoulies, I, I don't know. I forget how they come back to life, but they end up hitching a ride on a carnival and they become a part of the Satan's Den fun house. Yeah. So you, right away it's fun because you have this cool uh, horror fun house in this carnival. Yeah, and all these people are going through and they think the ghoulies are just part of the show but the ghoulies start murdering people and it, it's super fun. Like There's like a, um, a pendulum and all this in, in this torture house and the ghoulies are using this to take out people. Um but where it gets great is then after that, when the when all horror breaks, uh, havoc breaks out in the uh, in the carnival, and you have the the ghoulies just causing mischief with like the rifle gun from the mm. shooting gallery. There's a great scene where they take the peg out of like one of those flying plane rides, and the ride <laughs> goes flying and kills the people. They get in the bumper cars and they're running over people, and it's just it's it's mayhem. And of course, you had the the infamous infamous uh, toilet, toilet scene, scene where they come out and. <laughs> The, the evil rich guy. Because I guess there is a story where this rich business guy, they're taking over the carnival, some bullshit. That all the drama stuff kind of sucks. Like there's like this yeah. love triangle that you don't care about. It has that old, um, I guess he was like a respected actor one time, Royal Daniel. Do you know who that guy is? No. Who that is? He's like the old guy in Killer no. Clowns from Outer Space. He's a farmer. Oh, okay. He's in Space Invaders. Yeah. He plays the same character in all these movies yeah. in the 80s where he's this over the top, terrible acting yeah guy. He's awful in this too, but um, <laughs> so all that, so all the, the drama stuff is nonsense. But like all the ghouly stuff is. I so just much watched fun. him in Messiah of Evil. Oh yeah, he's yeah he's in there, right? Yeah, I think I think he was like a respected actor one time. I think he's done like a hundred movies or something yeah. crazy. And, but I think by the eighties when he got old, they just would cast him in these shitty horror films, um, and he just would yeah, do this paycheck over the top. paycheck. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, I, I know some people think carnivals is more of a summer thing, and I get that. I mean, this is in no, the you summer. Get the fall fairs. But yeah, I, I think this, I don't know, for me when I think fall of- Fall fairs, yeah. That was something, that, I haven't done a fall fair yeah, in many, many years. It's fun. But anyways, I yeah. love the fun house and the horror house. I think it goes great with Halloween. And yeah, th- this film is just, it's so much fun, man. Like, mm. it's it's awesome. All right, so my number five the Cat O' Nine Tales by Dario Gento. So this is one that I always felt was kind of like underrated in his catalog. catalog. Uh, you know, when I, I was first going through all the Argento stuff and I, I watched, it was like a lot, a lot. And it was like 11 or 12 years ago. And basically for a month, all I did was watch Giallo. It's a hard slog to get through because they all kind of blend together after a while, I find. And this has been my problem yeah. over the years, but this was one of the first ones I watched. I think I watched Crystal Plumage before this, and mm. and, I, and uh, I, of course, I, I think I rewatched Suspiria at that yeah. point. Um, but this one, Carl Marlden is like the lead in this, and he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a cool atmosphere, 
But as I went along, I just realized, oh, people don't talk about this one as as much. Yeah, I, this is not my favorite Argento. I didn't love it. Though. I I need to revisit it myself. I remember being more like Hitchcockian than Argento. Like it doesn't have as much horror elements. So I think if when you watch, like I watched this after Deep Red and, and Crystal Plumage, right? Like, much more, much better kills that I was kind of disappointed in. It. But yeah, I, I need to revisit it. Yeah, as well. it was the the atmosphere with this one always kind of like struck mm-hmm. me as something. But I I need to rewatch. Is, it. Is it like a blind lead or something? Or yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, not really blind, but, but no, yeah, like yeah. the character. He's playing blind. <laughs> um. So I I and it was another one where I I I maybe now that I've. I've kind of separated them over time that I won't have the same strong feelings about, but I always really, really We need to do we've it. covered on the the podcast the Argento, the three um Three Mothers. Three mothers mm. uh films. We need to do the Argento Animal where oh, it's uh what is it? Um Crystal Plumage, uh Cat O Nine Tails and The Four Flies? Yeah, the four what is it? Uh, a great uh, oh, shit. It's yeah. like the uh, like a phone book, and of you could even throw Deep Red in there, even though yeah. it's not part of the trilogy. It kind of goes yeah. with the Jalo trilogy. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. The the uh, four flies on on gray velvet. There it is. Yeah. Exactly. Which is another one. I know I've watched that movie, but like yeah. I just was I like never, pounding through it. these. I actually, yeah, I have the Blu-ray of that. It's never had a North American DVD or oh no. So it did have a DVD, but a DVD. it's arguable whether it's official. And it's never had a Blu-ray release. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think I got this from the library. Actually. Yeah, the library had it. Had yeah, like I, I have the yeah. I have one of the region free like UK releases or something on Blu-ray of it. So all right, this is um my number five. Yep, we're going for uh, from 2016, a modern one. We haven't talked about. Uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh, this is a great movie. This is actually like one of the most recent spooky movies ever. Like you're in uh, this uh, morgue that takes place underground. A father and son team find this body that it was. They find it in like an abandoned, burned down house. Did this make your? It did from the uh, top twenty five. Yeah, and I think this was one when we did our top twenty five of the decade where I was like, "Fuck, I should have rewatched that." Yeah, Yeah. it was high up on mine. It was on yours. It is awesome, and these, um. Beats just keep turning and turning these screws to you. Like this girl, as they're tearing her apart, there's these clues of why she is yeah. the way she is, where her tongue's at, like why she has this like piece of paper in her heart. Like it's so fucked up. And it's spooky as anything because they put like a dead ringer on, like one of these uh, corpses. Yeah. And the, you hear the ring of the bell. Like it's another one's like claustrophobic and you'll think about for a while. And, and, and really well acted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Emil Hirsch and, and Brian Cox. Cox. Yeah, it, yeah, I agree. That's mm-hmm. actually a great movie to watch in October because yeah. it has the whole like kind of witch and yeah. feel. I'm trying to, to remember. I, I saw this in theaters. I don't. I think it was in the summertime though. Yeah. But I, it was a great theater experience. Yeah, yeah, that would work. But again, I think by yourself, like alone in your house, you would well, be... we saw this at the uh, the Westdale Theater before the uh, renovation. So and that it, actually would be a good way to watch we, it. We, and we were basically watching it by ourselves. It was us and yeah. like six other people. That'd be a good way to watch it, actually. Because that theater was real spooky to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Like. Uh, right. Cool. Yeah, great, great pick. Uh, my number four from 1986, directed by Stuart Gordon. You sure? Dolls. Oh, nice. Nice. Sure. Um, this is a movie. I'm excited about revisiting this. Actually. Yeah, Maddie yeah. recommended the Puppet Master films, yeah. and I'll just say I, I won't 
you know, because I know he really likes. I'm not going to tear him apart too much, but I'll say they weren't for me. <laughs> he, he's a softie when he drinks, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the alcohol kind of made him a bit like a teddy bear yeah, over um, here. They were trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't really enjoy them, but this film, I, I think Child's Play, the first Child's Play is great as well, but this is like the doll puppet film for me. Mm. Um, right from the opening, I mean, you get this dream sequence where this girl is imagining her teddy bear as this like huge teddy bear, teddy bear that's like this werewolf teddy bear thing tearing apart her parents. And it's like, this is awesome. Mm. Um, nothing to do with the movie, but they just threw it in because they could. Yeah. But anyways, the parents end up and the kid end up in this old, creepy old uh, mansion. Well, their car breaks during, down, right? Yeah, their car breaks down during a storm. And everybody's car breaks down. They got like Yeah, the, uh, various people keep on their yeah. car breaks down during the storm, and they end up in this this house and with this weird kind of kooky old couple that runs this house. Mm. And um, and the, you know there's something off about them. Uh, and, and the people they make that come to, that end up uh, in this house are just like the most like you despicable people you want to see bad things happen to them you have these over the top punk girls that are gonna yeah. like they're gonna make their way in LA they're gonna <laughs> steal yeah a bunch of stuff from the house you know they're gonna get their uh, comeuppance but what's, what's great about this one is I think the dolls are actually very creepy but they also have a cool variety like there's like Victorian dolls angels yeah. jesters uh, uh, tin soldiers yeah, and when the, the effects are like fantastic in this, like when they attack, it's like so well done, and it's very like violent and bloody. The deaths, like it's it's kind of surprising actually. It's not as goofy and, and silly as what you see in some of the other ones, um, and even like when they kill them, they're turning these people into dolls. And there's a creepy scene where the girl finds her friend, and her face is almost like plastic, and then her eyes like pop out. Uh, yeah, it's just as. I don't know. It, it actually is kind of creepy, and the effects are great, and it's just it's so much fun. Um, yeah, I highly highly recommend Dolls. It's right. way better than it has any right to be. All right, Kyle, I'll watch it again. I'll watch it this. Uh, you didn't like over. it. I, I liked it, but I don't didn't love it. I will say there the, the cheesy part is there's like the young girl, and there's this yeah. one guy who's like this like really a good man kind. Yeah, he probably is a good man. He's a very kind-hearted, like that's a good man. <laughs> is this something I don't he know likes about? Gouda? He, yeah, just loves Gouda. Okay, he is a he's a he probably enjoys a Gouda. But uh, yeah, it's it's is a little a bit mix uh, between good and Buddha. What's a Gouda man? <laughs> Which um, should have been everyone's first question. Anyways, um, number four, Dolls. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. My number four, this was another one we briefly, somebody briefly spoke about on the top 100, but it wasn't me. Who was it? You're going to have to listen. Uh, from 1941, The Wolfman. Oh, that was me. This actually uh, made, almost made my top 10 watch this uh, October, actually. It, it's a great oh, it's October, a great October yeah. movie, and one that I feel like... It's either going to go one way or another. Like you need I, to get over the lead's creepiness. I need go to go with it. I'm either going to be like, <laughs> man, he's even more creepy yeah. this time, or I'm I'm going to get over it. I don't know. All those films, like I don't see him being any worse than a lot of the characters in those. But films. they like they, they portray kind of him as good. That's the difference in this one. Where like the Invisible Man, like no, but I'm not even talking about Universe Monster. I just mean like romant romantic dramedies and stuff from those those time like the the lead character is always a little bit uh i don't know this guy's you know it, it, it like there's a there's a bunch of th- all this he does stuff. is he's looking through his microscope he sees a hot or not micro- telescope telescope <laughs> sees a hot woman and uh put, put this hot woman underneath a microscope yeah. it's just a part of her isn't that the plot to bride of frankenstein am i wrong in this <laughs> anyway 
<laughs> Anyways, like I, uh, but this is a movie that has, it sits with like, like all the scenes in the forest with the fog. Yeah, you could actually smell the uh, <laughs> dew in the air, right? It's incredible, uh, and it's a perfect movie. The yeah. Universal monster movies in yeah. general are just like great. October. The gypsies and Bella yeah. in there. And, yeah, and he's oh, great yeah. in this as well. Um, uh, so I'm 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 looking forward to to checking this out again. Uh, it's got um, you know my my boy Ralph Bellamy who who just usually gets fucked over by Cary Grant all the yeah. time. And uh, I want to I, I couldn't remember does he get really fucked over in this movie? We're gonna find out. We will. Uh, my number four yeah. four from a 1987. It's the bride of Boogity. Oh, nice! <laughs> this is awesome. Starring Eugene Levy as like the uh, villain, which is kind of fun. He's the uh, uh, cantankerous guy who has one of these uh, pharmacies, so he doesn't like the uh, wax museum that the uh, family brought in. So he's like, "Ooh, I want to get this family." He out hates of here. fun. Yeah, he's a kind of a meanie, a meanie weenie. Sounds anyways, like Eugene Levy. Yeah, like yeah. he seems like a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh, he doesn't like fun at all. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> Uh, these guys are saying like, no, there's no way the uh, booty's back. Uh, this is bullshit. They do like a fake seance. And I thought you were gonna say, and then they do the song, yeah. the booty's back, the booty's back. There's no way he's back. Yes, he is back. <laughs> 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 so uh, they do a fake seance, and as don't do the fake seance, he actually comes back to life, and they have to find out like, um, wait. They go to this uh, graveyard and it has like a statue of Bogarty and it cracks open and kind of uh, comes out, which is a cool scene in this. And it takes place during Halloween, which is there's kind a of great cool. origin story of Boogity too that yeah. they do with like a pop pop up yeah. book, which is very uh, cool. yeah. See, I I I gotta I gotta watch this one. Yeah, yeah. they're both fun. They're I mean, both you, awesome. Yeah, I, yeah, I really like the first one. The first yeah. one is like forty minutes long or something. This, this is actually is I think full feature length. Motion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's cool and it's kind of a fun movie that takes place on Halloween. Mm. It's not too spooky, but it still has like the uh, elements of like a Boogity, Boogity, yeah. Boogity. Yeah. Um. Cool. My number three for 1981, another TV film, Ooh. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. I went through oh, a list. I was thinking about this, actually. I was like, how, do, yeah. how have we not talked about yeah. this yet uh, for these, these was, that, was that our first episode that we did with the Horror and More podcast? Yeah, I think we did cover yeah. it back then. Um, if you haven't seen this TV film, it's considered mm-hmm. one of the best. Even though it's an 81 film, it definitely feels like a, a 70s, has a 70s TV vibe. Uh, so this, the story of this one is, uh, there's this, um, I guess he's, he's mentally challenged, yeah. uh, man, uh, Baba in the town. Um, and the, some of the townspeople are uncomfortable how close he is with this young girl, Mary Lee. Um, she's attacked by dogs and the town's mailman, who's this despicable guy that just really yeah. dislikes Baba. And, and they even hint that there might've been, like, he might have a something for the young girl anyways he finds her and blames uh her attack on bubba so he forms this mob of townspeople yeah, like a posse to posse of mo- yeah and they're gonna go uh get revenge on bubba uh the mother hi- tells him like put on the scarecrow outfit and go hide out in the field they won't mm-hmm. find you um but they do find him Ooh, they and don't, they don't treat him well they pretty <laughs> much all unload their their guns on him and, and murder him only to Right after you find the girl wakes up and she says that no, Bubba actually saved me uh, from these these dogs. Uh, and then the men, you know, they they're like, you know, important people of the town. Yeah. They they're acquitted. They get off. Um, 
And uh, a year later, uh, take place on Halloween party. Yeah, someone is <laughs> someone is going around and getting revenge on them. Is it uh, someone getting revenge in the name of Bubba, or is he actually back from the dead? Bubba's back. Very cool. The scarecrow has a great look at the beginning. Uh, it just is again another... in the end though terrible. <laughs> well, a lot of it you don't actually see a lot of it. It's kind of like they leave it up to your like you kind of got to watch it to see. Is this, they they don't want to spoil what's uh, who's actually doing these murders. But uh, yeah, just again, again, another '70s TV film that just has this great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You get like really cool murders. Like there's one with, um, uh, sorry, what is it? Um, a wood chipper death. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, there's a great, uh, as you mentioned, Halloween party. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's just a. Uh, th- there's a reason it's considered one of the best TV films of all time, mm-hmm. and I think it totally nails that uh, that October. Vibe and the cat who plays Bubba is really good actor. He's the guy who played uh, um, uh, who's in Dark Man Warrant, the uh, villain in Dark yeah, all, Man. all the actors like yeah. there's a bunch of oh. it's got really great acting. A lot of them are like people you've you've seen yeah. in, in other things that maybe never headline films, but you know, always gave mm-hmm. great performances. I only watch movies where people headline films and then <laughs> and they discount. Like, so, you're not, you're not a big fan of Slacker. No, it's no. not not enough. I, I did. Uh, I worked you for need... s- somebody that was in Slacker. Oh, crazy! Yeah, but yeah, I don't think you you haven't Gene seen Dark Caffeine, Knight who's aw- awesome. Right? Uh, no, I haven't. I uh, think yeah, most people consider this like what top three TV films. Yeah. So I would uh, I would recommend it. It's a great October Halloween film. All right. Well, I will. Uh, I will have to check that out. Uh, my number three going uh, in a completely different vibe, but something else that I, I, I can't believe I kept this out of my top hundred because I, I really love it. But I also felt like I need to go back to it again. Uh, the killing of a sacred deer. Oh yeah. Um, you, you know, I, I watched this fairly in quick succession twice that, you know, mm-hmm. the, the year that came out and the year afterwards, which seemed like enough until I was doing all of these rewatches and it, it just missed my list. It's got an incredible kind of remove performance by everyone involved from Colin Farrell oh, to Nicole Kidman to Barry Keogh. no idea where this movie's going either. Like it is like you're on the edge while watching this movie. Yeah, the the tension is yeah. unbelievable. And and uh you know, Yorgos uh Themos, I mm. think that's how to say it. Uh like his I'm gonna start kissing up your arm like Morticia Adams every time you say that name. You know that, right? <laughs> Ooh, I, I can almost reach you. We are st- we are still like a little bit social distance in here. Um, but you know, he's the director of the favorite, the Lobster, Dogtooth. Uh, like, you this know, this guy is doing cool shit, doing cool shit, and doing stuff that nobody else yeah. is really doing. Oh yeah, mine's completely the opposite of that movie. Uh, it's a Disney number from. Uh, I didn't even put down the date. I am so sorry. A uh, Watcher in the Woods. Watcher in the Woods. Yeah, th- you guys got to check this movie out. I know you're excited about watching this. It's such a cool idea about this family that moves into this um, house in uh, England. They're uh, fish out of water guys, and the owner of the house uh, recognizes the girl. She's like, oh, she kind of looks exactly like my daughter used to look, and uh, she mm. lost her daughter 20 years ago, I guess, on the day. Uh, it's going to come in like two weeks from now. And uh, there's all these like cool things that are happening, like they find a cat, and they call it like a... Um, Nirak, and like as she writes it in the window, it's like Karen. Oh, that's the name of my daughter. How would she know the name Nirak? Well, it came to her in a dream, huh. and it's cool. Like 
there's this uh, blue orb. Does the cat appearing. ask to speak to the manager? I think so, yeah. It, ha- it has the same uh, swooping haircut. And again, uh, there's this uh, mystery that's going on behind it, too, because I guess when Karen died, they were playing this game, the church that burned down, and they're kind of figuring out what happened. They have to, all the townspeople. And it's Betty Davis is the... You got yeah. it. You got it. Yeah, it's such a cool movie. I saw this for the first time last year, and I really enjoyed it. So. Oh, so you didn't see it as a kid either? No, no, no. This mm. is like my first time checking it out, and yeah. I have, a, I have a friend, and he watched as a kid, and he's because I was going to show this to yeah. my son, and he's like, don't do it, man. Oh, like, no, it'd be... That I movie think w- fucking traumatized yeah. me for like, it, I didn't sleep for be a bit too, uh, I think, scary for a young. I miss Disney when they had a yeah. set of nad balls right. on them. Like they used to do all these cool films in the eighties. I uh, somebody else was talking about like how Disney is is slowly creeping in and and altering everything that's on their platform even more. Oh yeah, and uh, I can't remember the reference, but just like editing things that you. Yeah. I, well, I know what's the the mermaid movie um, with Daryl Hannah and Tom Splash. Hanks. Splash. I guess they. They when they put it on their site they remove their scene where you see her butt crack and they oh they painted it out. Yeah. Butt crack? Oh no! Why would you watch Splash now? <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I guess now they have like their adult side of Disney Plus. Oh shit! Called, yeah. So have you guys heard of this uh, urban legend that the only reason they made the movie and called it Frozen? So when you type in Walt Disney Frozen, that comes up and not like the urban legend that he was actually frozen. <laughs> that that he's not in a cryo chain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, it probably holds zero water, but such an interesting idea. They need to like get back to their 80s style and do like a Walt yeah. Disney zombie. <laughs> or like they need to make another movie called like Walt Disney's anti-Semitic. <laughs> that way when you type in that, uh, that's what she comes up rather than all the bullshit. <laughs> Uh, my number two, uh, this one was close to making my top 100 for 1988. Uh, and you talked about this uh, a lot with Maddie. At You went to church with Maddie about this, not making your list, and there's a oh, few. Yeah, it was a confession. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. a lot of, nights. yeah. Endless um, consoling. Directed by Stan Winston, Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead, okay. Nice. This is a movie I, had, I hadn't seen for a while, and I don't even remember loving mm. it, but this time like it just really worked for me. I mean, maybe now I'm a father and I can kind of yeah. relate to how you know the death death of a child but uh it opens up in the 50s and we see this man is seeking refuge uh he's you know banging on his neighbor's cabin for help just just context kyle has not lost a child no um so he has but in in theory he could relate not not in in, in well I did, uh, yeah, yeah exactly i just mean any time like Back in the back in the day, I'd watch movie and be like, "Yeah, kid got it," just because it meant like, "Holy shit, this film no is pulling no punches." Did you say a kid got it? Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know that that usually meant a, uh, a, film, a kid got it. <laughs> that usually meant that there, yeah, the film was going to pull no punches, no one was safe. But uh, now I think that it kind of hits me a little. Well, the blob, I still love it because fuck that kid. But uh, <laughs> in this film, you feel bad. You know, this film, Pet, Pet Cemetery, yeah. uh, it, yeah, it, it, it hits a different way. But uh, yeah, so it opens up. This guy's seeking refuge and uh, he's banging on his neighbor's cabin. The guy doesn't let him in because he's like, no, go away. Like, I don't want this curse brought upon me. And you find out that he's a marked man and you kind of see the silhouette of this cool creature kind of picking him up. Um, and then we cut to present time. Uh, Lance Hendrickson, uh, him and his boy run this little small uh, t- um, store in the country. And these townspeople come up and they're racing their motorcycles around and there's an accident and the boy is hit and killed. And Lance This Hendrickson, is not his boy either. It's his, it's his actual son. son. Um, and Lance Hendrickson, yeah, goes uh, seeking revenge. I guess that was him in the 50s as a boy seeing this pumpkin head. And he's heard this tale about this witch and... 
you know, can bring seek revenge. Yeah, exactly. So he goes to her and she says right away, like, I can't bring back the dead, but if you want revenge, I can help you out there. And just very cool. Like Stan Winston, it's very well shot, really cool cinematography. That scene has all this orange lighting and everything. There's some stuff, a lot of cool lighting, uh, blue lighting with the pumpkin head creature and stuff. But uh, yeah, it just really delivers in that atmospheric mode. Like, there's this is like, you know, those fake sets with the decrepit trees and like, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's an old. He has to 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 bring back Pumpkinhead. He has to dig up this uh, deformed. It's like a deformed child or something in this old uh, pumpkin graveyard, which is cool. But uh, yeah, it's just fantastic. Lance Hendrickson. I don't know if he's ever been better. Like it's such an emotional performance. <laughs> he has but, the emotional beats in this. And then like once he brings this creature, you know, to seek revenge, he kind of realized like I made a mistake. It's going too far. Cause he can see what the creature sees. So he's seen this creature killing all these, these Young. teens. The witch looks cool. The pumpkin head like creature just looks yeah. amazing. Uh, the mythology. I love like all of it that they mm-hmm. go into and it kind of has that campfire tale um, yeah. to it. Uh, there's even like a, a nursery around that the kids do like, ah, if you, if you kind of, if you're, if you're bad, the pumpkin head's going to come and get you. So, um, yeah, I, I was surprised again. I don't know before I had seen it before and I, I liked it, but like I watched it recently for the top 100 and it's like just shy of making it. But I was like, this is actually a pretty fantastic film. Yeah, it's uh, been a while since I've seen it. So I'll check it out this October. Just, yeah, again, how many sequels are there? There's gotta be like, a, yeah, like I think 10? they're all trash yeah. from what I've heard, but, uh, yeah, it just, what but a we're going to watch them all for you. Oh, <laughs> cool. So my number two pumpkin head. Adam. My number two uh, from 2001, Session 9. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this is, uh, which is is funny. I, I saw uh, Brad Anderson directs the first episode of Clickbait that's on <laughs> ne- Netflix. And, I, and we're going through stuff, and, and his name pops up on the thing. And I went, yeah. Brad Anderson. Wait Maybe I will second. watch this. Like, Tammy's like, oh, well, somebody told me about this thing. And I was like, Okay, I'll watch this. It's 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 garbage. It's not yeah. very good. It, it, but it's got Zoe Kazan, and you're thinking, okay, okay this could maybe maybe no. W- what a wasted career this fucking dude has had. But um, session nine. Also, he's getting to make movies for. Well, a living, I, I so. think he's had a couple. Yeah, Trans Siberian is is also. I liked Vanishing on uh, Ninth Street. The finishing seven, seven, something like that like on Seventh Street. I think it made my top twenty-five of the decade, didn't it? I think that's an underrated yeah. film that a lot of people don't enjoy, but I think it has some great, great ideas. Um, yeah, just a guy though that you would think maybe, I don't know. Yeah, After the, making the, one of the best horror movies. The, the past, Stonehurst like, Asylum, yeah. and, and then great. he yeah. and he followed that up with The Machinist. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, too. that's insane. Um, so, anyways, this is the one that again was like a recency bias where I hadn't seen this. In probably yeah. seven or eight years, it's going to hold up uh, for sure. And uh, I just remember being like insanely creeped out. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, this is the big one for me that I'm surprised didn't make your yeah your list. It, it honestly, it was on my list the whole time, and then in the end, I had watched a few things recently and went, "Well, I know this is fucking amazing." Yeah, and I think this is fucking amazing. I, I guess the problem with like a session nine, it's not like foreign. Not black and white and no <laughs> subtitles, I guess, is the yeah, reason to yeah. make your 100. I yeah. think there's probably like uh. 
10 movies that, <laughs> no, that fit that. with this on my 100, but yeah, hey, it, again, I, a, I know I know the crowd I'm in. Not, not a Japanese movie that takes place in a small village where there's a woman's waiting for her husband to come back from war. That's the problem with Session 9. It's not that for you. Yeah, there was nobody coming back yeah, from war. that's the issue. There was no feudal system in <laughs> yeah, Japan yeah. that I could c- kind of bring into you modern times. You can't relate to this Session 9 movie, but the Japanese, uh, <laughs> you could relate to that, right? Uh, my number two is uh, from 2011. Uh, speaking of creepy movies that will haunt you, uh, The Innkeepers. Oh, yeah. What a crazy movie. It's about these uh, two guys in the uh, last week of a hotel being opened in New England who uh, want to do ghost hunting. And like, all right, we're going to find this ghost. We're going to make sure this exists. And it, it just kind of takes you down this road of spookiness. It's super I, yeah. spooky. You, you will... Uh, if you watch this alone in your apartment or your house, you will kind of uh, turn the lights on before you walk upstairs to bed. I also like how they make the hotel kind of like this realistic, like small. Yeah, the third story, you know, when they, the uh, the old man checks into that place, like you have seen these hotels before. We've stayed in these hotels, hostels that get yeah. turned into these. Uh, yeah, that's what they often are turned into. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I love, uh, Sarah Paxton. I can't remember the dude's name. That's the other lead, but yeah. he's great in it as yeah. well. Honestly, when Ty West came out of the gate with yeah. the house of the devil and yeah. then the innkeepers, I was like, Oh my God, this yeah. guy cannot be stopped. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. Like Sacrament yeah. was good. And then, and then even like the Western wasn't terrible, but like it, it wasn't a career ender. It was yeah. fine, but it's, it's, it, it's slowed. It's just like he went to TV and doesn't. He's he likes doing TV. I guess I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's just like a money money thing. thing. Yeah, like I I I doubt he made much money on any of these. Yeah, the amount of stress and the amount of like yeah. It was it was like Kyle. You just don't work hard enough in in making (laughs) Ty West career go off, and and now we have to not have any movies. But yeah, like this guy's really a talented singular voice that. You're just we're just not really getting. To he does out. have another film coming out uh, either this year or next year. Oh, does he have anything to do with VHS, like the new one? Mm, uh, I don't know about that, mm. but he has a different film coming out. So, Matt, hopefully, yeah. he'll axe in a bunch of stuff because he's always so good. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed if you don't have a certain film on your list. So we got one more because yeah. I was going to put on my list, and I'm like, you know what? I really want this on my list, but you oh. kind of mentioned it, and I thought you would have had it. So what was it? Well, 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 we'll see. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, and if you don't have it, I'll save it for next year then and just going right. to be angry right. at you. Uh, my number one from 1986, Trick or Treat. Not, oh, not Trick or Treat, the recent one. Are you talking about the rock and roll one? Yeah, this is the one directed by Charles Martin Smith, who uh, some people may know. I guess he's more of an actor. He was uh, Terry the Toad Fields uh, in American Graffiti. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had a bit of a directing career, did this and a couple other projects. Uh, this is just a an awesome heavy metal horror set on Halloween, starring Ozzy Osbourne, uh, who's <laughs> the guy from Kiss. Uh, well, not starring, but yeah, Ozzy Osbourne yeah, plays listen. like a cameo. If you had the VHS. It is starring Ozzy yeah, yeah. Osbourne. He plays uh, well. He Paul plays a, an evangelist who is yeah. against like heavy metal yeah. and, and Satanism and everything. Uh, Gene Simmons makes a brief yeah. appearance as the DJ, but uh, yeah, it's this high school outcast. He. Uh, discovers that his hero, heavy metal musician Sammy Kerr, has died in a hotel fire um, right after he just wrote him like this big note about how he's his hero. I guess Kerr was also from his hometown. He went to his high school, 
And uh, so he goes and visits the local DJ who was friends with him, and he says, like, I happen to have the last uh, record he ever made. Uh, You know, I made a copy of uh, on tape. I'm going to play it on Halloween. That's how he had wanted it. But if you want the original record, here you go. Um, So he plays the record, and he notices when he plays it backwards. I forget something happens, and he starts playing it backwards. And he realized that Kerr can talk to him from beyond the grave. And this kid's his outcast. He's been picked on by bullies, and it starts out with like Kerr telling him how to get revenge on the bullies, but then it goes like way too far, yeah. and he wants out. But Kerr's not going to have any of that, and he escapes. Um, just there's so much cool stuff in this yeah. movie. I was the backward masking. Yeah, all the yeah the record playing is creepy. That the effects with like the kind of the melting like record and all the mm-hmm. stuff coming out of the. Uh, the, the speakers and everything, and like the deaths are like kind of gory and gooey. And there's like this finale at this Halloween party, and he's like, Is that the one that takes place in the pool or the pool um, like earlier on? Because I remember that pool scene being real I cool, don't know too. If I remember the, yeah, I think there's, oh, that's a pool scene where, yeah, where they pull yeah. a prank on him, the bullies. Uh, but yeah, there's a scene at a Halloween party where Kerr's getting shooting mm-hmm. fucking electricity out of his guitar and yeah. disintegrating people. Just great effects, great gore, but it's actually like. It's not this silly horror film. It's actually pretty taken. Dark. It's yeah, it's done. It's pretty dark and it's it's done in a straight um a straight horror horror mold. Um yeah, and, and even Kerr looks creepy where he's kind of got the burnt mm. face and this is just like a very I wish I, I think there's a German Blu-ray or something. Yeah, but it hasn't really reached. I'm dying I, I for this to DVD, get a Blu-ray. But no Blu-ray. It's a, it's I, I revisited this a couple years yeah. ago because I remember enjoying it. Maybe it was last year. And I was blown blown away by how mm. fucking good this is. Like it's it's a great it's something that like uh, nothing to do with Hall- I guess Halloween party. No, it does have a Halloween yeah. party. Yeah, it, it takes place. Yeah. Like I think Adam might actually even get something out of this where it's yeah. not like just a silly. You love Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> right? Is that your guy? Yeah, that's that, my guy. That's the only reason you like the new Ghostbusters, right? Was I was he in that? <laughs> Dude, the worst cameo I've ever seen in a movie. I can't even Anyways. remember. Yeah. Anyways, this movie is great. It's a perfect film to watch on the Halloween new Ghostbusters. Day. There was a joke. Okay, this is way off topic, but like, uh, I guess there's a ghost spooky thing that happens on an Ozzy Osbourne concert, and he's like, "Oh, Sharon, what's going on? I don't know." Like, why is this joke in this new Ghostbusters movie? Like, clearly this was made for children. Who they? they don't I don't even know, know what you're talking. Why are you talking about the new Ghost? Adam, number one. Well, because Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> made a cameo, a terrible cameo. <laughs> Anyways, my number one. Ozzy Osbourne's cameo <laughs> in the Ghostbusters. In the Ghostbusters. It's just that scene. It's oh, yeah. super spooky. It's got on, tons of atmosphere. On, on, just Kyle is getting so angry <laughs> with this thread of uh, conversation. Um, from 1988, uh, probably the movie that I'm I'm most excited, disgusted with myself for not having my top number, but also I haven't seen it in. Beetlejuice? Fucking forever, Beetlejuice. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. This is this is definitely the one that the kind of one I was going. Mm-hmm. Session nine, like in Killing a Secret. There was a bunch of these movies that I was like, ah, fuck. I I I I'm leaving this off. How can yeah. you leave this off? Um, but it, it made sense. This was the one where I kind of looked at it and went. Ah, these guys might give me a hard time about this. I'm not even going to think about rewatching this. Yeah, it's it's one you could question whether you, people would put it as horror or not. Uh, and I thought I was going to get enough of that yeah. from from <laughs> all you the two. other ones. Uh, for, when we were going, what you? My favorite horror movie is Seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's my impression of you. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's spooky. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> 
Uh, well, it is spooky. Uh, <laughs> Every time you guys are saying this, I'm thinking of spooky, scary, yeah. werewolf, bar, bar mitzvah. Uh, that that should be a full episode. Anyways, yeah. this, but this is one that I, I didn't, and and when one of you mentioned I was like, you motherfuckers. Yeah, it's what I put on my list, because I didn't know if it was like a, a comedy or horror, but like it is a Halloween movie. It's a perfect Halloween movie. So for me, I, I, I would have still wanted to rewatch it. I wouldn't yeah. have just, because it's been... Several years. 15 years. I've, really? I bet, I bet since you I've seen this. You denied yourself this movie for 15 years. Yeah, I, mm. and I honestly am so looking forward yeah. to watching this it, during Shock's, Shocktober. Tim Burton, I, I think, like... Oh, yeah, get Everyone Tim talks Burton about Edward Scissorhands and all that, Burton, but, like, yeah. yeah, he's got he's got a lot of... like. I love he, Edward Scissorhands uh, yeah. as well. Well, another film that... Uh, well, I guess I shouldn't spoke because maybe yeah. I'm on my future list, but, yeah, he's got a, a lot of great films. Is it Frank and Weenie? You going to talk about Frank and That's Weenie? That's good, too, but no... <laughs> Anyway. On a future list? Yeah. What what future Shock, list? Shock Tees. Yeah, next next Shock Tees. Oh. 2020, baby. Didn't, didn't quite make this list, but... Uh, you got to think about the future constantly. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're getting into the uh, top five uh, clubs. Like, this is like your fifth year doing it? And you got to start... Yeah, you got to start yeah, playing playing cards now. right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, my number one... You're not allowed to speak about the movies that you may have on your list. A year from now. I don't even understand hey, this fucking club. Adam. Think about the future. <laughs> That's my Batman 1989. Uh, uh, little... uh, speaking of uh, ter- Burton. Batman 1989. Yeah. <laughs> my number one from uh, 1988, Lady in White. Was this <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. I was so worried that you weren't going to have this, <laughs> no. and I was so angry. He had it as number one. Because yeah, this, this, per- this is a perfect, is perfect Halloween, Halloween movie. movie. It feels like a... Uh, so I don't know this movie. It feels like a sitcom from the uh, 1980s, like the... Uh, a very special episode of uh, I don't know Family uh, Ties, but with like a Halloween episode of Family Ties, but with these like crazy dark moments that don't belong in the film. But it really captured me in a way that it shouldn't have. Do you know what I'm saying? Like uh, I, I just found out is I think last year I found out about this, and when we were in the yeah. top 100, I said, "Maddie, you should watch this." Yeah, I loved this movie. It's like, great. It didn't yeah. make my top 100, but like it's such a cool October yeah. movie. That it's you a great have movie to, to watch. Out out this October. is what Maddie said. I love the style. If this movie, um, yeah, my O's and I's I get mixed up from time to time. <laughs> I, I do this on Letterbox as well yeah. sometimes. It had the shit. melodrama and the comedic chips, chops, as if a very special. <laughs> Your reviews are so good on here, you normally. What is happening? I like how this is number one, and you're just like, I'm gonna pull up his review and fucking rip on this guy. Well, you become the villain now, man. What's going on? Hey, listen. That's my role. We're all villains. You live long yeah, he just, enough. Yeah, fucking, he just went after me as yeah. well. Uh, some very dark scenes that didn't quite fit the tone of the movie, but that made me like it. It's a, a great, it's a, a great like campfire yeah. tale. So this kid gets locked into this uh, courtroom by these bullies on a Halloween night. He's over his costume. And as he's locked in, he sees this ghost girl, this apparition kind of visit him. So he's freaked out. And as she leaves, she's like, hey, are you going to tell anybody? Then she just leaves. And an actual person comes into the room to look for something. He's like kind of hides because he knows this guy is villainous. And he's trying to figure out who murdered this girl. And there is a um, old... Uh, lady 
that wanders these in woods. White. A lady in, in white. white. Yeah. Lady in white. Her daughter that passed away 30 years ago. And I guess uh, as he's in there, he tells his dad, and there's an old guy, an old drunk janitor, who was uh, spent the night at the... I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. That was just like the most like opposite... <laughs> Kyle's yeah. making a joke. Yeah. You just fucking <laughs> go right through. Yeah. Like fuck this. It, 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 I this, don't know how. Now to you assholes know how I feel. When I'm trying to like. I'm talking. I got my thoughts in the head, and you guys just joke yeah. and just throw me off, and I don't even know where I'm at anymore. What is going on? With I know. The shock <laughs> <laughs> this is like a Freaky Friday shit going we're, on we're, right now. I know we're switching spots. Yeah. <laughs> this is weird. It got- <laughs> all right, we're, going we're too much you. pumpkin beer. Yeah. Yeah. It's the cloves. It's the cloves that yeah, does it to them. Maybe we're all like elect- uh, allergic to cinnamon and some shit <laughs> like that. But yeah, I, there's a murder mystery of these kids being uh, eleven kids are serial killed. Watch the movie. <laughs> it's great. It, it has like this. It's a really cool. Uh, I had I had a train of thought. <laughs> it's a great. It's a great uh, coming of age tale. Yeah, it's a great coming of age tale that happens to have this murder mystery. There's this cool kind of campfire tale ghost story but throughout you, it. You know where it's going, <laughs> but you don't care. Adam is fucking drunk He's out done. of his mind over there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he had some of them edible candy corns that really uh, fucked him up. <laughs> oh, this happens like twice a year to me yeah. where it's just... <laughs> just you dumb bastard. Stop. It's a great movie. Watch it for yeah. October. <laughs> Guys, I've We've really done that movie <laughs> justice today. <laughs> oh, man. What am I doing with my life? <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> Watch it. Don't listen to it. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I've not seen this movie, but I, I'm, I'm going to try to watch yeah, it this October. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you, uh, I think you might get something out of it. If you guys have any suggestions for us to watch this October, yeah, let us throw us you your list of us. Uh, specials or movies that we should Actually, watch. Yeah, TV specials are something I'm always looking forward to. Yeah, checking because they're, they're so TV, hard to find. Yeah, because well, TV specials too. There's like hundreds of shows, but if you didn't watch a show. You're not going to yeah. find it, but there, there's some shows that, like, maybe the show itself isn't great, but it has a great Halloween yeah, special. I, like, I, Last Man Standing, should I check out the Halloween episodes? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to watch this show, but yeah. Halloween specials, maybe. Yeah. Anyways, email us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Uh, find us on Facebook. Just search Movie City Maniacs. We have a, a group page and uh, just a like page. And, uh, yeah, and we're, we're on Instagram, Movie City Maniacs. Uh, There'll probably be a reel of 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 me just like losing my mind uh, <laughs> right. at, at some Hashtag point. Hashtag so. Lady in White. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we'll get Dan back just to run Twitter again. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be our TikTok boy. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, Dan is the TikTok boy. He's, he's that yeah. TikTok. He's always yeah. he's past Twitter now. He's yeah. on TikTok. Yeah. I just want to see Dan dancing shirtless with maybe some horror movie posters on his nipples. <laughs> Not tassels, posters. <laughs> no, like little the, the movies that we talk about. Yeah, little, oh, right, 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 right. Little posters. Yeah, yeah little I posters like covering up. Come the back nips. to us, Dan. Yeah, come on, baby. Um, anyways, guys, thanks for listening. These are our again. If you're just if you're uh, joining Shocktober, if you're starting October, you don't know what to watch. You're looking for something outside of the Halloween films. We just gave you thirty films. 15 TV uh, episodes or specials to watch. No overlap. No overlap. Yeah, and again, weird. And, and we ba- did not coordinate. Nope. No. And go back. Uh, we have, what, four years of coverage now, I yeah. believe. Uh, so you have a whole shitload of stuff to watch that's uh, maybe outside of your normal uh, watching. Hopefully, uh, Adam wasn't too drunk here. Uh, <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Get ready to be scared. Yeah, chocolate man. I'm a chocolate man. I like my chocolate man. I like my man chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie's just like gonna pass he, out. Before, he's yeah. got. Oh, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. I just got a headache. I thought you were having to uh, think about your whole life before you <laughs> came yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. Catch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh...